Welcome to the Nick and Matt Show. Bringing the player interviews you want to hear and the hot topics you want to discuss. Recording live in studio, here's Nick and Matt. What's up, Nick and Matt Show people? Um, Nick, we've done this a handful of times, yeah. but this time you caught it. We thought we were screaming. I caught it, yeah. For maybe yeah, a minute. I caught it. Yeah. So, you know, I was just writing into the chat, but um, <laughs> we actually just had about three minutes worth of conversation between each other. We brought in chat. we brought in Stat Mando. We were rolling. And then mm-hmm. I go on YouTube just to uh, check everyone's comments and everything. Yeah. And my YouTube stream still hadn't started. So anyways, we've we're live now. And, we've already yeah. done this. Nick, I'm going to try to play it off as if we have not had this conversation. Nick, would you yep. believe it? We have snow on the ground up here in New England. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're supposed to say you do? No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, Vir- no. Virginia, though, what's the snow situation down there? Uh, we just played an unsanctioned tournament this last weekend. And in the second round, it got up to about 50 to, I think, 51 degrees. So things have been good here during this offseason. Um, yeah, I actually don't think we've really gotten any snow at all this year. All right. I feel like we've wasted a lot of time on the intro, but we've just started. It's, it's all yeah. it's all redundant to me now. Uh, let's bring in Evan Kern, stat man to everybody. Evan, how's it going, man? It is going good. Happy to be on for the second time now tonight. <laughs> yeah, right. Second time for us. We've got a good show yeah. lineup. This was the most ever viewers that we've had in our, I'll, I'll say, the YouTube waiting room lined up for a, a live event. And I'm not surprised. We've got Eagle McMahon lined up. We've got Thought Space Athletics lined up. There was a huge announcement in the disc golf world by Simon Lazat. We're going to talk about that in just literally a minute or two. And so it's great to see. Uh, thank you to all those who are joining live. In fact, there was somebody, and I think it might have scrolled by already. Taylor Banks, longtime listener, first time live watcher. Shout out to you, Taylor. We love having you in the chat. Isn't it fun? So... The show went out recently. We've put up a video about a month or so ago, the Nick and Matt show. We played single stroke play at a very wooded course. Nick took it down. I got second. And Evan. You. Whoa, 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 whoa. You tied. got second by yourself? Tied. Yeah. Are you tie with me, my friend? It was the it was the fashion in which I did it. I kind of I made made it. Yeah. Up. Come back. Come back. Uh, birdie on 18. So. Mm. For what? We just did it again. But Nick wasn't oh, here. He's down in Virginia. One. Yep. We're, we're putting that together. We brought in, shout out to Disc Golf Vermont, Chris Young. Chris, I'm going to award that hat you gave me. I'm going to award it to Ben Kenny. Let's go. What? He he will get it. I beat um, Kern, so. Yeah, he'll, he'll get it because that was kind of the battle. You guys you will want to watch yet. this. Oh. oh, we gave it away. <laughs> it, if you, <laughs> you'll want to watch how it went I'm down. We'll just put it down that way. to the final hole. You'll want to watch maybe. how it went down. Okay. So let's move off of that conversation, which is, is fun, but stay tuned for that. It's going to come out. It's going to be entertaining. Simon Lazat, everybody. There were rumors, there was speculation. I'm not going to tell you everything I knew or didn't know. And neither is Nick or Evan or Ben or anybody else, but, but it happened. It is shocking to some and to others. It is, I would say, expected because of how massive the rumors got. Um, I want to pose the question this way. <clears throat> is this the first sponsor announcement that you can remember 
as long as you've been playing disc golf, I guess, where the player seems genuinely, I'll use the word sad, about leaving their sponsor. Can you remember another time? Not the whole, hey, I had a good time there, looking forward to the future. Like, not that. Everyone says they had a good time. We've had that conversation. Like, is yeah. this the first one you remember yeah. where someone's actually seeming like, ah, oh, I'm not sure. I kind of, I'm sad. I'm struggling here. I'm not sure what I'm doing. Like, is this the first one you can remember ever? Yeah, I would say so. When it comes to like such a public level of it, definitely this is the first one that publicly it really seemed like, you know, I, I wouldn't even say like a sadness of leaving, but more of like a, I don't know. I can't really think of the right word. Dude, but people, I, are, I don't, people are crying over his YouTube video that he posted. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it, it's like when their favorite player gets traded to another team or their favorite player retires or something like that. I mean, I think this is kind of... Simon being one of the most favorite people of all time in the sport of disc golf, arguably... He's not leaving. One of, the, one of the favorites. He's yeah. not leaving. He's, no, he's not even leaving. He's just going to a different manufacturer. And this is... Yeah. You know, and we've seen comments go all over the place from, you know, hey... Good for you. You got to take yeah. care of the family to, hey, you're a sellout. This is the worst thing that you could have done. I'm selling all my Discmania discs. I'll never support you again, yada, yada, yada. So I, I don't know. This is kind of a, a crazy pivotal point in the sport of disc golf when such a high caliber player and someone who you just always have known him to throw Discmania um, leaves their sponsorship. And uh, kudos to Simon because pursuing better ventures in life, I think, is something huge and you know, when a company he pretty much said this in a video, when a company came came at him with an offer that he really couldn't refuse. And he had said, you know, multiple companies had offered him contracts in the past, but Discmania had always been able to, you know, either one up them or keep it level with them. And but when you get such, you know, and I don't know the ins and outs of the contract, but when you apparently have such uh, an incredible opportunity, you gotta think about your family, you gotta think about your future. I mean, he's thirty what did he just turned thirty years old? So play-wise, in the most competitive nature of disc golf, he's, you know, like Nate Sexton said it a while ago, he's more towards the end of his career than he is at the beginning of his career, in a sense. And so not saying Simon's old, really, at all. I think 30 is still a great age for the sport. But at the same time, he does have to think about, you know, what's the future like? What if one big injury happens? All these different things. Yeah. And, you know, we're crazy. We're, we're going we're gonna, to, um, let me just put it this way. He's a friend of the show. We're going to line him up when the time is right. I, I mean, I can all but guarantee it. Um, so we'll ask him those questions. But I kind of repose it again. It, and I don't want to, I'm not making fun of anybody here. If you're crying, that's great. I think emotions are good. It's taken me a while to get there in my life, but I actually like the feeling of those emotions. But like, what is it that they're crying about, Evan? What is it? it it's just like this bond that you have. And, you know, Simon, this media said it when they posted the goodbye. Uh, thank you to Simon um, is they've they've grown through disc golf together. Simon was, you know, a young disc golfer still in Germany when he first was sponsored by Dismania, who was a, a small uh, kind of manufacturer. They weren't making their own disc. They're getting innovative to make it. And they boomed together simon became this world-renowned player winning national tour events and being a trick shot uh assassin i'll say i don't know how best to word that um <laughs> and then Dismania has grown into the huge brand they've been where they're you know a top five company probably now mm -hmm. um and to get to this point where they've just you know lifted each other up so far to then you know ride off in the sunset and have this nice like amical breakup uh it it's sad and like when I, i'm thinking you know 
in my height of following sports and you are just so attached to a player and they end up, you know, retiring or getting traded. It hurts. And it's, I think the only comparison we can make is to other sports. I don't think there's a single comparison in disc golf. Um, we don't get to see players really retire in disc golf. They kind of slowly fade away to irrelevance as sad as it is. Uh, and we don't see these sponsorships really have this kind of bond that we see with Simon. It, to me, the closest comparison I can think of is like a baseball player getting traded away. And I can think of like Troy Tulowitzki when he got traded from the Rockies, he was like their cornerstone player as random as that is. He was a cornerstone player gets traded. He's crying in the dugout knowing that he got taken out of the game because he's about to be traded. Mm -hmm. Like that's what it looked like to Simon, you know, not that he was in tears, but just the feelings of, Hey, this is a new venture. Of course it's different being his choice, but Okay, so it feels similar. You're seeing a lot of people excited about it, too. So I'm bringing up the one that stands out to me as like, wow. And and I think you're making a point. I understand if Simon was crying, like in my mind, that's really easy. Yeah, to as a player. Yeah, I'm like, man, like that's a change for him. He has a lot of memories there. And I'm realizing that I think there's two things. Is empath the right word? People have empathy. They feel for others when they're having that. They're watching this video and they're saying Simon is having this feeling. The way he did his video of like hanging up the shoes kind of a thing. It's weird because you're like, you're not, he's not hanging up the shoes. He's not done. He's not shutting the door. He's not retiring. But you can tell there's a feeling of moving on to the next chapter of his disc golf career. And I think people are feeling that for him. Not that they're sad he's leaving disc mania but they're feeling this emotion that he's feeling, which is great. Um, I, it's just, I find it really spectacular. That I've never seen this in disc golf before. That's kind of my point here is like yeah. everyone who's ever left their sponsor. We've, we talked about this, I think off the air last week, maybe a little bit on, but like everybody is going to just say like, they don't want to burn bridges when they leave. So everybody's going to say, Hey, uh, it was nice playing with Discraft or it was nice playing with Innova, like a lot of great support over the years. Great. But then they go and they talk off on the side and they're like, it was rubbish, right? Like that happens. I do not think we're going to see that with Simon. I think this is going to be one of the cleanest. Wow. He left. There was, they wasn't, he wasn't forced to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, he said in the video, they offered him the world. Um, this is him making a choice that, Sounds like it was tough. So, yeah, I mean, take it the same thing. And I forget who tweeted it. It might have been Hunter Thomas who had tweeted it. But they were saying, you know, who do you feel like has such a connection to their brand and to their disc manufacturer? And it's kind of like Paul with Innova, you know, Simon with Discmania. And you have other players that will Shushik with Prodigy now. I mean, you know, players like that of that caliber. When Paul left Innova, that was, you know, back in 2018, that was the most shocking news that was going around of just even the thought of Paul going somewhere else with all the discs that he had with Innova, you know, the McPro ADR destroyers was such, you know, a collector's item now. But did Paul say, this is so hard for me to leave Innova? I don't remember anything actually. Well, yeah, I don't think so. But you also got to realize that Simon's really the only one who could have pulled off such a great YouTube (laughs) video in this sense, because of Simon being just such an awesome, the best YouTuber in disc golf. Um, So I think he was able to pull it off this best way. I remember, I think Paul's, announcement video was him doing something with Jomez and pretty much just saying, you know, Hey, going to Discraft and they held up a Discraft disc. And so, I don't know. I mean, maybe now it'd be a little bit different since his YouTube has grown the way that him and Hannah have both grown it. Um, but for the most part, I think because we see so much, you know, Simon Discmania back in the day, Paul with Innova, it's just really weird to see them move on from a company like that. 
Yeah, so. I think it'd be fun. And I'm not going to put any of these people on the spot. And frankly, our next guest, Eagle, I don't think, I don't know if you can answer this question, but I, I think like being like, Paul, were you sad to leave Innova? Now, I think he would say, I wish things would have worked out. Like as in like, it's not that he ever wanted it to go and deteriorate. Mm -hmm. But I don't think he would have been like, man, like this is sad. Like, I, well, let's, <clears throat> let's let's say this. And, and, and I, any I'm player, always curious. I guess I'm saying there's no other player yeah. like this. That's I'm with. always curious in this in you know any professional athlete. If let's say any of us said, Paul, we're going to give you fifty million dollars a year for the next ten years of your life, and Discraft came to him and said the same exact thing, we will also give you fifty million dollars a year for the rest of your life, or for the next ten years, however long. You know where you know do you consider it a loyalty thing of you know the company that i've been with for the last 10 years of my career said this and so now i'm going to stick with them or you know at what dollar amount do you decide yeah i think it's actually worth going to this other company and i think that's where you you hate to go but at the same time you, you at this point these athletes they they have to look at their future they have to look at Absolutely. one day retirement they're not going to be able to win you know fifteen thousand dollars or twelve and a half grand from winning the mvp open they're not going to do that every single weekend and in five six seven years they might not ever do that again and besides pay purses increase but besides the off chance or the likely chance that simon wins a world championship we speculated on this does the future of disc golf include four elite series wins any given year from here on out. And I don't think the answer is yes to that. Um, and so you gotta, I guess you cash in when you feel, and I, I hate to put yeah. it that way. Cause I'm not speaking for him. This mm -hmm. is just like the thought process is like, dude, if there's an offer now we, yeah. we buy, like we sell now yeah. or buy now, however you want to look at it. But it, you also, I, it, I think you also got to realize that I think this contract would have came to him anyways had he only won two Elite Series events. Two, like Simon's yeah. personality in the sport of disc golf is just top-notch. Uh, it's very <laughs> rare to see someone not like Simon, to not like his YouTube videos, and to not like his play just in general. He went from being the most aggressive guy on tour to toning it down a little <laughs> bit, getting injured, and then coming back and having the most incredible year that he's had so far in his career. So even with two, two Elite Series wins... I think that this contract still gets offered to him. Probably, so, yeah. Good point. But it, it was, you know, it was perfect timing to have the most incredible well, year of your life. You win four, and Evan, what's the most outrageous um, rumor you've heard on what he got offered to this point? You don't have to give every offer, but like, what's one of the most standout ones that you've heard? Like, I've I've heard like he doesn't have to buy a house. Like, someone's gonna buy him a house. Like, what have you? Heard? Yeah, I heard I heard he got a house and a car as a signing bonus from one from one person, wow. not like a, a source, just some. <laughs> saying it right. online uh and then someone someone else said over a million dollars a year okay. uh like i forget the exact amount but like close to like one and a half million per the year point Something is like maybe, that. Like, maybe out, those like, are all accurate way and, more and to nick's point he won four so maybe they're like now we'll buy you a house we'll buy you a yacht we'll buy yeah with <laughs> with every single win the uh it just increases of like okay we're gonna buy him this now no now we gotta buy him this because he won another one so wow yeah. that would be an incentive bonus like no other um mm -hmm. okay we were going to bring up, and I guess we have one or two minutes left to do this. I want to get Eagle on as soon as possible. We see him sitting there. So right before we bring him in, uh, Simon Lazard announced, I think he's the only one to ever do it in such a way that people are being affected in this way. Not just like the reaction. Paul Paul could be argued to have been the bigger, the first, the one that started the whole thing, right? <clears throat> but the way this is going down is different. But then we're yet to hear from Valerie Mandahano. That's going to be also a large announcement that we have yet to hear. And I think it's soon. Anthony Barella. 
say what you want. He hasn't done a lot for like victory wise, but he's notable in his potential and his ceiling. Um, and he's yet to announce. And then Gannon Burr teasing things out there. I think that was kind of a funny joke he did, but yeah, it was a double G craft jerky sponsorship. He said, where am I going? So yeah. One other person that we forgot to say when we were talking before the show was, um, Paige Shu yes. hasn't announced. She announced a bag sponsorship, but she hasn't quite yet announced a manufacturer sponsorship. So curious to see where she ends up. I mean, for playing for DD, her father works there or used to work there. I, I don't know how it is now, but being for with DD for so long, won a world championship with Dynamic Discs. I'm curious to see where she ends up as well. Okay. Her, her dad still works there. I believe his title is president. Okay. I might be misspeaking there, okay. but very high up in Dynamic Discs still. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows where she's going? We yeah. said we have we've, Eagle. We've lined never up. had her on the show. So when she we announces, will. we get we got to pick her up because I don't think, I don't think we have, have we? I don't think so. There's a lot we have, All right. um, yeah. but we also have thought space athletics. So mm-hmm. take that for what you will. We just thought that'd be an interesting interview as well, but without further ado, let's go ahead and turn Ben. Let's uh, bring in our, our guest of the evening, our, our main guest of the evening, Eagle McMahon. How's it going Eagle? And are you in a warm climate or a cold climate? <laughs> um, Thanks for having me on, first and foremost. Yeah, and it. I would probably say uh, a little bit of both. It's warm some days and cold on the others. Is so, this uh, is this Colorado? Yeah, this is this is home. It's kind of uh, right in that. It's not as Colorado is not as cold as people think it is, but we can definitely get some spells of cold weather. It's it snowed like a foot two weeks ago, and that's basically taken a lot of disc golf out of my uh my daily routine but fortunately like an hour south and an hour north there's not much snow so i got up uh to play yesterday so uh play when i can okay i was gonna say how how does that go in your off season are you like let's say every single day was 65 degrees or better you know how does uh, how does your off season go when it comes to actually playing rounds of disc golf i'd say it's few and far between honestly uh I try to keep it sharp to a certain degree, but I, uh, some of my most successful years have been years where I've played minimal disc golf. Um, uh, I feel like my game, of course, there is always room to grow your craft, but I feel personally that a lot of the basic things, especially what I can practice here in Colorado, given that it's uh, the courses are a little bit softer, it's high, higher altitude, that I don't really feel like I can really practice anything all that well other than being in the gym and like more cultivating a mindset, being more durable for the the season to come. So okay. usually before uh, a tournament or before the start of the season, I try to start throwing maybe a, a month or two months before the actual start. And that's just really consists of the, the fundamentals uh, approaches, putting, maybe some distance shots, conditioning for the overall season. Now I've seen a lot of players actually head down south or out west into the warmer climates. Do you have any plans of, you know, a month before the Vegas tournament going down somewhere where it is good temperature every single day, or are you going to stick it out in Colorado right up until you got to leave for Vegas? Um, the only or thing the I have, the only thing I have planned is uh, I'm going to, I'm choosing to start the season in San Diego for the mm-hmm. Goat Hill Challenge. That's going to be the uh, second weekend in February, I believe. And uh, that'll give me a good opportunity to uh, kind of get the taste of the of playing a tournament again, conditioning myself um, uh, prior to playing Vegas. Gotcha. All right. Well, the 
the live chat and the viewers right now, for those who are listening posts, you don't care about it, but lot hey you gotta pull me up now we're doing one up we're leaving nick up you have he's multitasking three things okay can we do the two up (laughs) he can but then he's then he's not multitasking we don't pay intern ben for nothing all right uh eagle you mentioned durability i gotta ask do you think this you're eating meat now i saw some video about that a little while ago i mean is that is that something that you're noticing at this point at all or no yeah i started eating meat or let's just say red meat <laughs> okay. in uh in may and uh it was kind of i was toying with my diet a little bit before yep. then some other animal products but kind of full-on you know right when i switched i kind of went more i wouldn't say carnivore like mm-hmm. but along the same lines as like a katrina allen diet and uh i've already noticed just mm-hmm. uh a little bit more endurance a little bit more strength and uh just it, it feels good too. It's a, I'll, I'll, it's nice to be able to be invited over to people's houses and actually be able to, to eat stuff. I feel like people are even being friendlier to me that's now. That's Get out of here. That's that like, that's interesting. Like um, Gannon and uh, Gavin's boy Matt. Yeah. Uh, he's already invited me over for like he does like oh, this the steak, steak review show. Interview. Yeah. So he's already like pumped to have me on the show this year. So it's like, <laughs> it's definitely opened up some different uh, opportunities, but uh, all in all, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. And uh, it's a, uh, I, I believe that vegan diet can be done yeah. well. And I, yeah. you know, I, I had so many successes on a vegan diet, but what it comes down to is you really have to know your stuff and essentially supplement, uh, do everything right. And it's so hard to do when you're on the road and just over the course of my career, I'd want to be set myself up for success for whenever I can. And after a lot of thought, I just decided that this is probably the best thing for me to do. And so far I feel like um, there's no turning back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I feel I wasn't asking that question at all for like, Hey, which is better. I was just purely interested in the chat was as well. Like Mm -hmm. what, what are you noticing? You know, like, and I think that's interesting to hear. I I love the (laughs) people are being friendlier. That's what I didn't expect. That's really cool. Um, And then I have one more and I'm sure Nick's got a lot. we got a lot to talk about, but am I saying this correctly? Kendama? Is that Kendama? Yes. Okay. Tell tell me a little bit about that because it seems like something I'd enjoy doing. It's like the fidget spinner for those who are more skilled. <laughs> yes. Here, go exactly. Full on them for a minute. So, the best way I can describe it, it it actually has its roots in Japan. It's I don't even I don't know the the historic um, like the the date when it was created, but I know it was it's been around for a long time um and it's just now that it's kind of becoming more popularized in the in the west uh but along the same lines as say like a yo-yo um anything kind of coordination skill toy related um it's right in the same vein as that so the thing that's so cool about it is how versatile it is there's uh there's three different cups you have the big cup small cup and base cup and then Mm. you have the spike um, this ball is actually called the Tama and inside out, it's all made out of wood and, uh, the spike goes on here. And usually, uh, a basic trick would be pulling it up, getting it to sit in a cup mm-hmm. and flipping it over to the next cup, base cup. And then at the end, all the, all the G's, all the Kendama G's <laughs> like to, uh, like to end all the tricks with the spike. So <laughs> That's just the, that's just the tip of the iceberg. A lot of people are throwing 
very complex tricks, wow. juggling like stall tricks where you're balancing the tama on the wow. uh, the ken. That's what the handle, the whole okay. apparatus is called. And uh, it's just so great for hand-eye coordination. It's um, really great for disc golf during backups. Like yesterday when um, when I was waiting for all my friends to throw, I'm just on the back of the tee pad jamming with it. So it, I feel like it goes hand-in-hand hand with disc golf and it just gives you – gives yourself that little extra challenge to do on a day-to-day basis. And I've back in 2018, I learned how to juggle and I feel like uh, disc golf has a fair bit of hand-eye coordination. So any way you can train that um, is going to be a positive and it's going to translate really well into, uh, into the sport. All right. Shout out to to Pat McMahon. He said, we're more excited to talk about meat and kendama than disc golf. LOL. <laughs> hey, we're, we're just starting out with the softball here. Okay. Softball. That's what we're doing. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. do you, are you planning to have that on the tour with you? Like carrying it in your bag when you're at an event? Uh, yeah, actually like right here, there's like a little strap oh, that cool. sweet kendama sells. So it just, uh, it goes, it straps right on there. So you, You'll always see a kendama okay. hanging from my bag out on the, on the course. Cool. Nice. Cool. Good for you. I guess um, we'll jump a little bit into disc golf now since that's, <laughs> I think, why a lot of people knew you were coming on. Um, before we get into anything Simon-related, talk to us about the 2023 season in general. Are you looking to play more events this year? How is any injury going throughout the offseason? We see you taking a ton of ice baths and stuff like that. How is just the rehab been for that and then what's your 2023 schedule look like yeah so uh at the start of the year i bought my tour card so i'm signed up for all the uh silver series and elite series i want to play um plan on being all at all the majors haven't been able to sign up for those yet um but oh cool okay sorry i was i heard something behind the scenes um yeah so i got my my tour card and uh planning to be at pretty much all the elite series uh a handful of silver series um mm-hmm. according to the points it seems like you should try to play three silver series if you're serious about um the, the point structure so just going to all the events that make the most sense for me um Right now, the only event I'm really thinking about skipping is the DDO. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love what Jeremy Rusko and DD does out there, but I've been to Emporia too many times now, and uh, I think I deserve a year off. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. other than that, I'm gonna do my best, and you know, just kind of take the season how it comes. Uh, you know, health is uh, first and foremost, but I feel like uh, I've gotten to a place where I'm I'm durable enough to play events week in and week out, and that that process takes place every day, whether it's eating meat, taking an ice bath or uh, mm-hmm. doing whatever training. So uh, I'm really focused. Uh, I think about disc golf all the time. And uh, I just, I just want to be on lead card again. I'm really yeah. pumped to uh, show the world what I got once again. Nice. at the top but you have to know like in the media side we're all chatting we're like you're leaving out eagle but we all know he's there you know it's like it's in our head do you feel like coming back this year like oh hey matt you're no, still I got it. And, I, uh, I fix it. do you feel like okay sorry you are going to be there absolutely um like yesterday just as long as i feel confident within myself and get in a good groove i 
I'm very confident in my own skill level. Uh, I know, I know what it takes. Like if you're, if it's me versus the course, I feel like I should be beating the course every single time. And if I can go out and there and do that, then I don't really care what other people do. Um, we're the, the biggest, like, realization for me over the years is like you really have to focus on just yourself in disc golf and you, you really are just wasting time if you think about any other people and uh, i believe in my uh my ability if it's uh if i'm feeling good that weekend then i don't see a reason why i shouldn't be on the top of the leaderboard but of course there's going to be times where it's going to be tough and you're going to lose that that confidence but it's about how long you stew in those negative feelings and turn it around so you can get back on the top. So I I basically didn't play any disc golf this year compared to other years, but I got my biggest tournament win. Um, so it's just, it's so ironic how disc golf works. Uh, I just, I feel if I put the effort in, it's going to take shape in some way. And I feel like I've been putting a lot of great effort. So uh, just got to keep on that grind. And, you know, the mountaintop looks nice. There's those, those wins, but once you get, get those wins there's still more work to be done so <laughs> keeping that in mind is also really important because you know as soon as you think you've achieved success that's only the tip of the iceberg because then you got to learn how to stay up there and uh that's that's even tougher and that's okay. what i'm trying to figure out now <laughs> you you're you gave an excellent answer and people probably don't need to know the question but i had muted myself so when i was asking you the question you were hearing me that's great i'm glad you were able to answer it but i'll just reiterate quickly i said in media, we look at last year and in Eagle wasn't there at the top of the charts because of the amount of events you played, your injuries. But we all talked about it in side group chats that, well, we know we're leaving Eagle out, but we know he is there. Um, and then I just followed up to say, Eagle, are you there this year? Like, is that where you're going to be? And so that was his answer to that. Um, and, and by the way, guys, don't give me a mute button, I guess. I, I was still <laughs> coming off of a sickness. And every now and then when we go off camera, I'll hit mute and like clear my throat or blow my nose. And I forgot to unmute. That's my bad. I apologize. <laughs> um, but so do you think you're at full health if you had to go like the, the whole 100% to 0% thing? Are you at 100 or will you ever be at 100 well, that's a great question. Um, I think we're always changing and it's kind of subjective to get that answer because I, there's been times where I haven't been on full health, but I would say, you know, for the generic answer, yeah. I'd say I'm about 85, 90%. I'm still kind of cautious of the forehand, but I am throwing it. I have about 350, 375, absolutely kind of locked down now, comfortable. I probably could push it more than that, but I'm being very cautious, uh, making sure I condition my body and uh, stay on top of it. And um, you know, throwing some lefties and the backhand's gotten a lot better. Uh, I feel like my game's at a point where I can compete and uh, feel confident. Hey, I like that. I appreciate the fact that you took what could have been a very difficult answer. And you're like, generically, everybody, 80 to 85. Uh, and, yeah. and so does it hurt if you were to throw forehand or you're just cautious? You're just not there 100% in your mind. I, I, I'm cautious because I've, I've studied the shoulder a lot and okay. it's such a weird a weird joint ball and socket joint that it can feel good. It can feel good. And then like, whoop, it's everything <laughs> goes wrong. So it's, so it's like, you really have to be careful. Um, but, uh, also stress it. You kind of, it's kind of like a, uh, a thin line to walk, but as long as I feel like, um, it's holding up good, the muscles are strong. Um, then I feel, uh, I feel confident going into this year. Okay. And Nick, I'll hand it over to you in just a second here, but when we were on mute, the chat was like, 
they're definitely talking about where Simon's going and they just <laughs> yep, muted exactly. it. <laughs> like, that's what happened. They muted it. <laughs> Don't like, actually be hilarious. We just, let's just take this off air for a minute, guys. Yeah. We'll be right back. Yeah. No. Um, so Nick, you got a question. I've got more, but I'll let you line. Yeah, sort of kind of, um, your breakout season where we first kind of saw you not necessarily breakout season, but when we first really started seeing Eagle and command on live or, you know, post-produce coverage, whatever, uh, it's 2015. Now, Eight years later, we're heading into the 2023 season. Just did you ever think that disc golf was going to get where it's at right now? Did you ever think you were going to get where you're at right now? And especially with all the huge changes that are happening in the last few years of our sport, is it kind of a surreal moment of, you know, hey, I get to do this for a living? Yeah, definitely looking back to think how far disc golf and myself have come is absolutely incredible and you know if you go back in time i would hope to see that disc golf would have gotten to uh where it's at now because there's 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 so many people players media and uh companies alike you know putting their heart and soul into the sport so i think uh i think all the hard work that you know the collective hard work that us as disc golf put in has gotten us to where we are and uh you know i I think it's really amazing and i think we've we've earned our where we've gotten to and i can't wait for for more all right. You heard the news. You knew the news. Simon literally put you out there and said, I called Eagle two times a day, some days for a month. So there's, there's a few things we'd love to know from your perspective on this. And um, besides where he's going, um, he announced that he left. I saw you in the green room when we were having this conversation. What's your perspective on why it seems like the disc golf world is in this emotional state with him leaving Discmania? You don't see this as much with other players was our perspective. What do you think? Yeah. Um, so it's, if you look at his Instagram, if you look at his YouTube, it's obvious that he has a, uh, a huge audience mm -hmm. and for how long he's been creating content, you can go back pretty much to the start of Discmania. You know, the start off was with uh, with Avery doing the flying circus, and then trick shots, and then vlogs. Um, he's he's won people's heart over the last decade, and I would say that a lot of players really can't say the same. Like obviously, you know, Paul, Ricky, they they're the larger than life within disc golf. Um, but you don't see them creating content um, and uh, resonating with people as much as Simon. And Simon so many times has given his bag. Like whenever he sees like a short or like a kid out there, he he mm -hmm. takes a, he takes a disc out of his bag to to give to them. So like he's made a huge impact of the hearts of disc golfers. And I feel like um, uh, he's like one of the only people to like do that at. Uh, such a wide scale so i think that's kind of merit to why there's as much um of a reaction as there is now okay yeah i i think that's insightful <clears throat> um he seems to have this interesting in the moment at least and i don't want to speculate on like his feelings i, I can talk to him later but uh the idea of, is it bittersweet? He's going down. He hasn't landed on what his emotions are right now. But I think once we find out, once he's with the other company, I think it'll be full tilt, uh, full tilt, <laughs> full tilt forward. Um, but he said he was offered the world in so many ways. We don't know what that means with Discmania. 
I think it's an interesting question to ask you. You had an off, you're in the off season. You obviously have made a career out of your athletic disc golf abilities. You're sponsored by Discmania. Um, how does him announcing his departure affect you as a person and for your career? That's a, that's a great question. And like, it's still unknown territory for, for Discmania myself. Um, you know, it, Simon's uh, an incredible teammate. He's an incredible asset to have. So definitely not having him a uh, part of the team um, as a, as a crush boy, we don't really know what the future holds for that. Um, so, you know, for me personally, it's uh, it's going to be a little bit weird to start the year, um, especially doing all like promotional stuff because we're so heavily incorporated with uh, like Discmania's marketing, um, Discmania's plans to not have that um, like we have had it in the past now. So it's like a lot is a lot's going to change and um, I'm excited for it. But at the same time, you know, they're I'll, I'm probably going to feel nostalgic a lot of the time. Um, so uh, this is probably going to be a, a, a better question, maybe a few months from now, <laughs> but um, you know, right now it's uh it's a little scary, but also it's exciting in, in other ways. Interesting. I, so I'm not here on this show when we have guests usually to give my opinion, but I do want you to kind of react to this or give me your thoughts. My initial thought was like, there's only benefit to you for Simon to move on. Like that was my initial thought. And I was thinking down a, a whole bunch of different reasons for that. But you actually just brought up the possibility that like his huge, who he is fan base, what he does for the company could possibly be maybe a negative thing for Discmania. I mean, I guess Discmania probably sees it that way, but I mean like company, uh, the way the company's run or functioning, the health of it. Are you saying that maybe that could start to go a little bit? I don't know necessarily that. Obviously, anything's a possibility. <laughs> but, um, you know, obviously, like if you lose LeBron James from Cleveland, mm -hmm. then it's going to be a little bit of a it's going to be a little bit of a hit. Mm. But, you know, we we have some aces up our sleeve and we're going to we we still have a ton of employees. We still got um, uh, dreams and aspirations of our own right. So we're going to still do our best, of course. But you know, it's 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 a it's a big deal. Uh, like it's since since Paul leaving, uh, this has been the biggest news in disc golf, and like I I'm honestly kind of shocked by the response. Like I was watching, I've known about it since November, and uh, <laughs> I watched the videos yesterday, and you know, it, it definitely was a little bit emotional in some ways because uh, Simon's helped me grow my brand from from the get go, mm. and I think we've kind of you know, helped each other like weekends where I haven't played good. He's played good and vice versa. So it's like, it's, it's been, it's been a total like team concept for, for disc golf. And uh, it's been an incredible ride, but you know, nothing lasts forever. It seems like, man, do you, do yeah. you remember your initial reaction when Simon first, cause he had said, you know, I think in his videos, he had talked with you, talked with other people. Do you remember your initial reaction of, you know, hey, ego, I'm potentially leaving Discmania. Yeah, I I remember the the phone call, and I gotta keep as much things confidential as possible. <laughs> <Yeah>. But uh, <laughs> we're he, only he, live, Eagle. He he told me that he he got an offer. He had a meeting with a blank person, and I heard the offer, and I'm like, dang, dude. Well, you know, 
as a friend, first and foremost, you have to consider what's best for you. And, mm -hmm. you know, you got to listen to your heart at some point. So then that's what he said in the video. And after a lot of contemplation, a lot of talking to me, a lot of talking to Discmania, um, it, it turned out that Discmania wasn't in his heart. I mean, it's not, it's not bad. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm saying this as a friend, first and foremost, I was actually, I'm supportive of him moving and, uh, mm -hmm taking this next step on his journey but you know it's it's well, 10 years at disc mania it's crazy how can you how can you still be friends though and not be on the same team i saw you <laughs> i saw your instagram okay. story like it's interesting the world that we live in and the way people perceive teams right and you kind of like just from for me in the northeast right in new england the patriots like it's it's kind of becomes your identity of who you are a team right and so people mm -hmm. that are identifying with team disc mania in their minds were actually on the team they have they see it hard i guess to be like you can be friends with someone off the team so what's your reaction to that yeah i don't know why i, I just felt the need to make that little story because i saw <laughs> i try not to read too many comments but yeah. i was seeing some of them and it's just like i i felt like it was a important public service announcement it's just it seems like as soon as you go to a different company then you know that that whole relationship is just uh cut off and that that's completely not true i'm over i talked to simon today uh we're, we're, we're we have airbnbs and i imagine like the crush boys will live on in some shape way shape or form maybe not right. in a, a monetary sense but hey I think, again, you don't have to react to this, although you're more than welcome to. I think this is, I think this could be a financial opportunity for you uh, down the road. Any, any reaction to that at all? Like the opportunity, he was offered the world. I don't know if you feel that same way. And so I'm just thinking down the road, there might be more conversations. Is that something that might happen? You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. The, uh, okay. Hopefully that door stays open. Um <laughs> Discmania, every, are you listening? <laughs> everything's always, everything's always changing, and uh, it's yeah. it's a wild world out there. Oh wait, wait, wait! If if we're gonna read into this the same way we've been reading into Simon Lazat for the past month and a half, Eagle just said everything's always changing. Where's Whoa. he going, people? Where's he going? Let's no, 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 no. I'm, I'm with I'm with Discmania. <laughs> you know what? Eagle's just gonna get the bag. That's where he's going to the bag. What to the bank? Oh, to the bank. Okay, yeah. he's getting the bag. Um, well, yeah, I, I'm thinking there's a lot of things we're probably missing here. I'm trying to see. We told the chat to go ahead and give us a few questions if they wanted to. We'd ask some of them. Um. 871 concurrent viewers. That's pretty good for us. So we could get a few questions in here. Um, but I'll how hop about, in with yeah, one. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I have, I, I just came up with one, but Evan, go ahead. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, uh, here? Yeah, I'm, I'm here, guys. I haven't talked in a oh, while. Yeah, Eagle, Evan's here. What's that, man? <laughs> what is going on? Um, let's talk Colorado for a bit. We, we finally saw, let's say, an elite event at Colorado with the match play. Uh, championship uh, coming to the mountains of Colorado. What do you see uh, being the the pro tour side of things, the future of Colorado as far as hosting events? That's a great question. Um, like the match play that took place at Bailey. And I think um, some of our mountain courses are, is our strongest infrastructure. Um, I think they're the best chance of getting a an elite series style event um, on the actual tour, not just exhibition, is um, is probably doing something similar to the Portland Open. Or I don't know too much information on the Open at 
Austin, but I believe that they're going to be renting out like a golf course um, of such. So I think um, in the future, maybe some destination mountain town on a golf course could uh, really give disc golf a good chance of getting on the elite series. But of course, then you have to have the, a good club, which we do. Um, but obviously that takes a lot of um, manpower and initiative to make something like that happen. Yeah. I didn't even think of this before, but you've played at Vales. They have a golf course. Was that where the tournament was? You've played out there like a, a golf course in the mountains and then also having a, a mountain course nearby. Is that what you're getting at or two separate things? Um, th- I think you're talking potentially about the GoPro mountain games uh, at times. They had set up some sort of disc golf course on the golf course. Um, uh, but I think it was for like one day um, that it wasn't fully rented out or, nor permanent. Um, and that, that moved on to just being uh, kind of at like a, let's say more of a winter sports complex. Um, but I have played uh, some c- courses in Colorado that took place on a golf course in the mountains that uh, could be potentially um, good venues, but uh, nothing really comes to mind at the moment. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing Zoo Town come on as a Silver Series. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. one of the ones you're hitting up, which if, if you know what Silver Series you're uh, planning on attending, would love to hear that too. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead with that. Yeah. I, I, I looked at Zoo Town. It looked like a cool event. I've never been to Montana and I would like to knock off uh, another state. Um, so that looks like a really cool opportunity, especially because Glacier National Park's just uh, north of there. And I think that would be a really cool trip. Um, uh, I'm going to be do, do, doing that one, Beaver State Fling, and uh, the Disc Mania Open, which is uh, towards the end of the year in uh, Prince Edward Island. So some pretty cool um, Silver Series stops. Oh, nice. definitely. Yeah. Well, I, I'm dying for Mountain Disc Golf. I, I love what match play was last year. I thought it was really unique change of pace. I'm hoping for it. I know it's going to logistically kind of I would tough, love it, too. Th- there's something in the water in Colorado. We <laughs> have tons of good players who all can bomb, so get in Colorado, get events there, grow the sport as much as we can. I love it. Okay. But over to you, Matt. Okay. So I remembered what it was. I'm just going to start saying manufacturers names and we're just going to stare at Eagle's face. That's what it was. Lone star. Oh, (laughs) I'm just going to start (laughs) cheesing right now. Just cheese the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Gateway. Gibson Wings. MVP. ABC. Thought space athletics. Whoa. Wait, oh, oh, they're not on the show yet. We we will bring them on in a little bit. Um, just kidding about it. Franklin. Franklin. <laughs> All I can say is I talked to Simon today, and I think the announcement's pretty soon. But that's that's awesome. basically that's basically all I can say. That's what I think we're all feeling. We're feeling this thick air. It's yes. just there. He says today was or yesterday was his like, last round. It, with it, it, it's so funny. And the other thing I can share is like I was talking to Simon today, and he was like still talking to UC, and it's like you're still you're on. You're on a new team and you're still talking to UC. It's That's like awesome. St- it's it, like what was in the video is completely true. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, it, there's so many emotions tied. Like Discmania is still his family. He can still come to any one of us on the team. Like he, he's not going to stop being friends with Avery, the person who like <laughs> was like a father to him. And, you know, same with UC. There's so many people that are a part of the family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Simon will still remain that way. That's a great point. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. He's talked about UC in a lot of great ways over the years, and I bet you he's like, hey, UC, does this seem like a good deal? Should I do it? And UC's like, wait no, 100%. a minute. Wait a minute, bro. You're leaving this mania? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's hard. But I bet you if this conversation happened, I bet you UC did say like, bro, I don't want you to. But as you said, Eagle, you said as a friend first. 
you're looking out mm-hmm. for the best. So I, I bet you that happened. Uh, but, but again, we're going to try to line Simon up to hear from his perspective when this actually comes out. Um, let's see. We've got a little bit of time left. Do you want to go into the last seven or eight minutes here doing stat or fiction, Eagle? Are you down for that game? Let's do it. All right, right let's do it. Let's line it up, Ben. Here we go. You got it, Ben? Yep. Okay, go. Stat or fiction. Presented by Stat Mando. Evan, take it away and in turn, Ben, clear the points. Yes, sir. All right, Eagle, Eagle, have you played this game before or know how it goes? I think I can wing it. <laughs> Okay. Well, yes. pretty much I'm going to say a statement. You say if it's if it's true or false, but the twist is it's a stat or it's a fiction. I like it. All right. So we have the NCAA uh, championship for college football tonight uh, and big game, Georgia versus TCU. So with that, we have the disc golf collegiate championships. Uh, in 2022, it was hosted and they had a singles tournament within it. Of course, there's a, a team aspect to it as well. Uh, but stat or fiction number one is... Evan Cole won the 2022 College Disc Golf National Championships D1 singles, as in the singles event. And then I'll start, go to Matt, and then go to you, and then we'll... You're saying you know, that is through. the stat or fiction that he did that? <laughs> yeah, Evan Cole won the 2022 College Disc Golf National Championship. It's not me, Evan. It's a different Evan. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Oh, we thought it was fiction. you. <laughs> Nick says fiction. I'm saying fiction. What do you think, Eagle? I've never heard of Adam or. <laughs> Evan Cole? Yeah. Evan Cole. Yeah. I never yes. heard of him, so I got to go fiction. Dang, Evan's probably watching right now. Be like, but no. I will say yeah, the college picked, disc golf is a really picked interesting Picked a random thing. name out of the hat. Uh, yeah. who, who knows who this guy is? No, he is a real person. Uh, but the answer is fiction. Yes. You know, people may know who the winner is because he, he made a big name. But Evan Cole uh, came in second. 14 under lost by just a single stroke to Robert Burridge. Yeah. Uh, who, right. who took it down. And, you know, if you remember that, uh, you know, rep in Michigan. And then of course I went to the playoff later that year. Jeez. Poor, poor Evan. After that. I bet you that guy's like, I mean, if you're losing by one stroke, you're a good disc golfer. He's going to come back. Absolutely. He's going to win some. The future, uh, of, the future of college disc golf though, is really interesting because there's so much room for growth, but it's pretty big. Like they're bringing in a lot to this national championship. Uh, Steve Dodge doing his thing that he always does. He has the collegiate invitational to Maple Hill. And I was able to film there last year. And it's interesting because you're like, man, I want to go back to college because that seems really fun team playing sports and all that. But yeah. anyways, a lot of growth there. Evan Cole out of RIT as well. I'll give him a quick shout out there. Uh, stat or fiction number two, uh, pertaining about Georgia, Georgia being one of the teams in the national championship, national championship tonight. Matt Dollar has the most wins in Georgia of any division uh, in PDG events. Matt Dollar has the most wins in the state of Georgia of any division in PDG events. Uh, oof. This was going to uh, Matt you looked first. it up because you were curious, I'm sure. But did you find out that it was true or not? Um, who else would it be? I'm going to say Fiction Man. I, he's been playing a long time, but I that's a stat. And it, it's a good one if he has it. I'm saying Fiction. I, I mean, like, it's good if he has it, but I'm saying Fiction. <laughs> uh, you're up, Over Eagle. you, Eagle. Mm, I... I'm going to go fact because I can't think of any other players from Georgia have, that's been around as long <laughs> as he has. And I know that he played a lot any, before. Any yeah. division, though. Any. Is there some any like division. So FPO division this is a player where there's like a Georgia, woman right? showing up? Yeah. 
It doesn't matter where they're from. They're from just where the event was. So, so if they, he's won the most tournaments in Georgia. Yes. Yes. Doesn't matter. Right, I'll say, I'll where say that. From. All right. Yeah. I could get a point or lose a point. Here we go. That's how it works. All right. This is a stat. Matt Dollar has 115 wins uh, in the state of Georgia. The second best is Kevin McCoy with 79. Pretty sizable wow. lead. Uh, he'll probably hold on to for a, a good Kevin while, McCoy. if not ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Cole. yeah and uh, robinson <laughs> brothers are on there i saw them on the list they're pretty high not quite 115 though uh and then stat or fiction number three the other uh, team playing tonight is tcu texas christian who is out of fort worth uh fort or uh, uh this question is about texas state disc golf championship that event as a whole Des redding has the most texas state disc golf championship starts in the event's history in MPO or FBO. So Des Redding has the most Texas State Disc Golf Championship starts. Just just starting, doesn't matter the oh, outcome. Man. In the events history of just MPO and FPO, though. These are just cool the, stats uh, if opens. I was to read them in Twitter, but when you say is it true or not, that's tough. But yeah. Eagle, you're that's up. the game though, right? So Eagle, it is over to you now for all the pressures on. I I'm gonna my gut's telling me fiction because there's probably some other Texas person that's been around forever. That's what I did with Matt Dollar, and I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll I'll say stat. She, oh, she's no, an OG Steve in the sport. Falco rule, Nick. Steve Steve Falco. I, I don't know. I just think she's in the bro. You got to get off the Steve Falco stuff. I mean, if I want a chance of winning, I got to have to do this. <laughs> like, just so you know, Eagle Steve Falco. Yeah. It's random, but we had a guy in our chat. <laughs> who used to get upset at us if one guy would pick that and the other fiction just to win. He's like, just you to gotta try to write win. it down. You gotta write it down. So we just called the Steve Falco. I'll, I'll write down stat then. Okay, there we go. Um, I have no chance at winning here. So Steve Falco rule doesn't work for me. Um, so let's see. For the history of this game, Evan tracks the stats at some level. The answer is... Um, stat yep i can at least All tie right. eagle <laughs> at least tie uh the answer is stat yeah. des redding does in fact have the most with 14 total starts there is a person he might be well known but to me i didn't know his name before this but matthew hall out of texas he has the second most with 13 the most in mpo um and then paul Uobari and bradley williams are tied for third with 12 starts mm. All right, give me the point, intern Ben. You left me oh, hanging. I, I need to at least be tied yeah. with Eagle and something. The only time I'll beat Eagle in something related to disc golf currently. So oh, I'm going to soak this up for a little bit. If you can't do <laughs> it, Falco. they always say you teach it. But I guess if you can't do it, maybe you're just smart about it. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Let's let's go. Um, let's just go out to our four, probably four up if you have it. Boom, yeah. Look at that. Perfect. Boom. Okay. Boom. So besides you spilling all the beans in the disc golf, no. I mean, it seemed like a lot of the world thought they knew it was happening. Then something did happen. It's kind of one of those things I've always said it along the way. is like where there's smoke, there's fire. That's kind of cliche. But like I feel like I think there's something to be said there. And, I, and people in the chat told me to tell you, Eagle, good job not spilling any beans. They came here to see tonight and they also have been watching your social media and you 
never alluded to anything. So that's a good friend, I think. So good job. I try. I, you know, it's it's tough in the disc golf world because everyone knows everyone in some capacity, and you you have your best friends that you even want to talk to and be like, "Dude, you want to know where Simon's going?" Like you you have to like abstain from the verge of even saying that. Like the only people who knew is like my girlfriend and my dad, but and yeah. you know they they know how to keep their mouth shut. So I'm always striving to keep my mouth shut and even do a better job at that because like even like the way you show emotion can give stuff away. So discraft it's, uh, MVP prodigy gateway. <laughs> just, so, just a big yeah, smile. It's uh, yeah, your emotion. So the fact that you just are like, you're happy right now. I'm I'm just pegged which one it is. I hope everyone else stared at his face and figured it out too. So. Um, well, awesome. I, again, we could spend a lot of time and people would love it. They, they're going to think we missed a lot of great questions and maybe we did, but this is your time and we appreciate it very much. Um, I, I am happy, dude, your dad in the chat, your dad's just a great dude all around. And he's commented at mm -hmm. one point tonight and he said, Matt is the man. And I was just like, <laughs> yes, yes, I got a Matt is the man. So uh, shout out to him as well. Thanks, Pat. Uh, hopefully see you around tour and you as well, Eagle. It sounds awesome that you're going to be out there and about again. I'm sure we'll hit you mm -hmm. up. Um, not every day, but if you're winning a lot, we'll hit you up a few times. So we'll stay in touch. To it. Um, any, any announcements or any leaks you want to do before you go? This is your last chance. Um, <laughs> I'll just say that we have this may have some aces up their sleeve. Let's just say that. I, you Sweet. said that earlier. Or do, we, uh, do we have like a time frame? Can we get some like, you know, you? January tomorrow? When's it happening? I'll give you a nice smile. Oh, <laughs> no. Initials? I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to mention that earlier. I was going to go, you said a few aces. I was going to go, are you one of those aces? So we'll see. We'll see. You're I'm not even an ace. Oh, He's a joker. He's an eagle. <laughs> I'm definitely a joker. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for your time, Eagle. And we always appreciate when you jump in the chat, even if it's for a minute, our fans and uh, listeners love it as well. Thanks very much. And uh, good luck out there, man. Awesome. I appreciate you guys. Have a All good right. one. Peace. Bye. Appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. Um, I got Eagle McMahon. on my side. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I'm, like, like dying. I'm like dying over here. I'm literally like it's like a hologram in thin air right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why for I'm our, dying. For our listening audience, it's like um, when people are in the witness protection program, <laughs> they just like blockify them. Like that's what Nick is. Hold on, I'm, like, I'm gonna try for, something uh, for, on the side real yeah, quick. I'm gonna just see. The, for all the newer people turning tuning in tonight, and for such a big audience, I have a green screen behind me. I'm not actually in <laughs> Massachusetts. Like this TV is not there. I could throw something at the wall and it would not hit that TV. So <laughs> every so often, smashing it with a hammer. Yeah. So every so often, I don't know why, but I uh, I don't know. It actually seems like it's, it's better a now. Bit better. It's it's better all now. Right, but cool. yeah, we still got a lot of work to do in Nick's studio. But at least we yeah. got him here. MySpace okay. Nick, circa 2004. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Looking so, like a forest ghost. Oh my god, that's actually the most hilarious thing I've read. That's awesome. Um, Remember when we did all, all right. the nicknames for you? <laughs> Nick Nugget. Oh yeah. Ray. Okay. Yeah. Not to get back on that. That's a that's yeah. a blast from the past. Okay. So normally we try to unpack a little bit of the interview, and I think, I think my, there's a lot to unpack. Well, Just okay. So let's not unpack ace it. up its sleeve. That's Let, the, yeah. That there's something. Aces, a few aces up our sleeves. Um. Yikes. But yikes. I, I did push him. I did push him at that one point. I was like, so I was just being funny, but I'm like, so you might be leaving. <laughs> He's like, no, yeah. like I'm staying with this man. So the, it, no changes with him. But 
One who, thing that I didn't really feel like bringing up only in the sense of he probably wouldn't be able to talk about it too much, but I feel like I've seen this, but maybe not when all the player, a lot of the players from Discmania were posting their sponsorship with them. We didn't see Ella Hansen or did I miss it? Does anyone know? I haven't I, read anything. I, I heard the same thing that no one saw her, but no one saw a post. So the only two it, things, yeah. obviously one could be that she is leaving or she's be being promoted ace. to the sky team. And maybe they're waiting to post on that. I'm not really sure, but or, I feel like Ella Hansen is someone who we just, or Ella Hansen of thought space athletics. No. Whoa. <laughs> we, yeah. we, um, so, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to put our next guest on the spot with that intro, but yeah. But we do have Thought Space Athletics lined up. And what? who is Thought Space Athletics? His name's Aaron, and we're going to bring him onto the show. We might we might do a little bit more talk about the Eagle conversation, but we're going to want to listen to that back ourselves. Hopefully you guys found benefit there. Um, I will say this, while the majority of our audience is still here, which thank you to the shout-out to all the live. Give us the likes. It helps the algorithm with this interview. And then... Again, all but guaranteed, we're going to have Simon in for a conversation once more announcements happen. But let's not put this off any further for the first time ever. Welcome to the show, Aaron. Is it Wilmot? W-I-L-M-O-T? Yeah, Wilmot. All right. And, and I would just like to introduce myself as Matt. I've never met you officially in person that I remember, and I apologize if I have. And you're the owner of Thought Space Athletics. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. So... I want you to give our listeners not the like comprehensive version, like the, the whole Wikipedia, but like where does thought space athletics come out of as its origination? Just start with that. Like, where does it come out of? So I used to be a tour manager for a bunch of metal bands back in like 2012. Uh, so it started off as like an apparel company just to kind of sling merch um, while on the road. Uh, since then I made my way down to the 2012 worlds and really fell in love with disc golf, um, and realized that things were kind of lacking on the, I mean, back then the design game, uh, the quality of the apparel and everything else. Uh, so it was kind of a hobby, um, that kind of floated around on the back end of everything until I'd say probably about 2017 ish area. We started working with like double G on some design work, uh, Nate Perkins, that sort of thing. And then we got uh, involved with uh, the USDGC working with Innova. We worked with the USDGC for like four years. Uh, and then about 2019, uh, we had the opportunity to start producing our own plastic, which gave us better control over design work, flight, all that sort of thing. And we've kind of taken off from, I think the first initial order was about 3000 total mantra, uh, which was our first disc. And then now we're, we have about 13 molds um and ordering about you know six hundred thousand discs a year so okay six hundred so you i think you said ordering so who's who's molding you have you have molds with somebody who's who's uh doing that for you yeah so obviously with coming from a graphic design background me and my uh my partner tony grainstone um we met and we wanted to work with the best uh, in my eyes the best stamping capabilities that we could and three foil was kind of where it's at. And we had the opportunity to work with MVP uh, to start producing our plastic for us. Okay. So you're working with MVP. What do you know? No, there's a big rumor out there. No, <laughs> just kidding. But Thought Space <laughs> Athletics. And okay, I, I don't mean to tie all this together with all the rumors that are circulating, but mm -hmm. Simon, 
Lazat has done some work with you guys, right? What's what's your relationship with him in the past? And is there anything that is already set up for like the years to come? So we started, gosh, uh, working on obviously the collaboration with Mass Landing. Uh, we did the full tilt. We did his bag design. We've actually worked with Eagle a little bit as well with like all of their uh, their jerseys because we manufacture our own jerseys. So um, we've kind of grown relatively close um, over the uh, last few years, but uh, it's hard to say, you know, I'm not really sure where he's going, but hoping to kind of continue uh, working together on uh, in some way, shape or form. Yeah. So a lot of people are commenting already on artwork and I I've seen your products again. I haven't done a lot with you, but I've seen it. And I think artwork is what stands out to me the most. I see the, mm -hmm artwork and i go man i want that on all of my discs you know <laughs> like it is so that's awesome but you've done some work with simon is it uh through brewing and uh beer release type things is that where i'm thinking correctly or is that not you uh yeah so um i have a friend of mine parker uh he's one of the owners of mass landing at a freeport maine um and with simon being in massachusetts it was really easy to kind of collaborate with a fellow beer lover um, and then in doing so, we started off with the Cloud Pleaser, um, which he came up and we went over to the, uh, the brewing facility and kind of came up with a plan for like what Simon wanted. We worked on the design aesthetic um, and then we did a release, which was insane. That first beer release at the Freeport Tasting Room, <laughs> there was just hundreds of people. And, you know, with the special releases that we worked with Dismania on, like we had did the design we're able to stamp it and then uh, sell it. And it was just four hours of people coming up, buying, you know, that disc, meeting Simon. And uh, it was a great time. Man, I, I do not know how my brain hasn't really put together. I mean, if someone asked me, does Thought Space Athletics um, produce discs? I would have said, yes, they have discs that they're, they're selling. Uh, I would have said their artwork's incredible. I would have said what I already know, asking you a question about, you know, artwork for beer and, and collaborations with Simon. I would have known all that, but in my head, I'm just kind of, call me ignorant, everybody. I'm starting to put together, like, you're an actual, like, disc golf, not manufacturer, but, like, technically you're in the same vein as like a dynamic disc. Is that correct? They're not, they're not manufacturing their own discs. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's kind of an honor to say that, especially since we've only been producing discs for like going into our fourth year right now. But uh, you know, we, a lot of people don't know about us because we haven't really dumped a lot of money into marketing, right? It's all been about collaboration. Um, and then obviously word of mouth and we have a great, uh, fan page, the Thought Space Athletics fan page on Facebook. And we just have so many like diehard fans that we're like super humbled to be able to call family. And they just reach out. And if they haven't heard of Thought Space, it's like, here, here's a disc. Um, my nephew Lane was born uh, premature and we did like a quick fundraiser disc and we sold about 500 discs in like two minutes just to wow. raise funds for for my uh, for my family which that's crazy. that's incredible awesome and, and i share in that uh premature birth both myself and i wasn't that early i was only like three three weeks or so but my firstborn son was six or seven weeks early so like i, I understand that that's incredible that's a great i think the disc golf community is great with that um but, yeah but yeah so i mean i guess I know disc mania, uh, disc mania, sorry, dynamic discs. They're doing million dollar deals at this point. I don't know if you're there, but, <laughs> but let's, let's go ahead and turn it to this. Like 
we've heard players kind of, we'll say, sign with you over the last year or so. But I feel like this offseason's different. What, what's different this offseason that we're noticing? Is it just more names or is it different deals? Like, tell us about it. Stole the um, question right from me. <laughs> well, sorry. Sorry. I'm just got on a roll here. Sorry. Um, so, I mean, obviously, I used to be the retail manager for the Disc Golf Pro Tour. Um, so mm. I worked with those guys for a couple of years. I met uh, Zoe and Zoe Andike and Dustin Keegan uh, at the Memorial my first year working for the Pro Tour. So Zoe was really like our first pro that we signed. Um, she's been with us since uh, uh, 2021, I believe. Zoe, I'm sorry if I'm <laughs> not recollecting. Um, but with having Zoe there um, and then uh, obviously working with Nate Perkins, who's kind of more uh, on the agent side of things right now, he brought us Matt Bell. Um, and Matt Bell is now going to be with us for the, another two years. So I think what happened was, is with signing these pros, our name got out there a little bit more. And uh, like with Thomas, uh, me and Matt actually drove up for the, like my first time, I think it was Matt's too, to Canadian Nationals. And we got to hang out with uh, Thomas because Matt was on lead card for all three days. So we mm -hmm. just got to kind of really talk and everything else. And that just kind of opened the door from there. Um, and then we also have obviously Eric Oakley, who everybody knows Eric and he's kind of, putting feelers out for us uh, because we really don't sign anybody to our team uh, unless they are, you know, great players is awesome. But what we try to do with thought space is really build a community that we can be uh, proud of that really elevates others, um, you know, around them, et cetera. So that's kind of a prerequisite to making the team. And I feel like we've really found uh, a group of really solid individuals that are just going to help grow the sport, grow thought space and, you know, help grow others um in the process okay so I, without, I, yeah i tried to get yeah. it up to four up nick so that way we could all no, get good. in on this yeah. and then we did four up and then in turn ben was like, ben. Yeah. i'm like oh man i lost my show um so we have the power now, okay so yeah. get back to the interview. so to not go into the full contract of a thought space athletic player but Talk to us where, you know, Eric Oakley signed with Thought Space, Infinite, and Clash Discs, which are technically three different retailers and also disc manufacturers in a sense. Um, just kind of give us the broad spectrum of if, you know, this is a Thought Space athletic player, how much open back can they throw? How much Thought Space are they kind of supposed to throw? Can you give us any insight on just the dynamics with that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like Thought Space is kind of uh, in a unique area because we believe that collaboration is key, uh, like I think I said earlier. And with us working with different manufacturers, we want our players to obviously throw as much Thought Space as they enjoy throwing. But when you put a player into an open bag contract um, and they choose to throw your discs, I think that speaks volumes because mm -hmm. they could literally throw anything that they want to. So therefore you're producing something that really fits their bag. And I think that uh, that creates a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's just very genuine. People can tell that. It's not yeah. uh, you know a player trying to push a specific company's uh, disc because they're signed and have to throw all of that uh, in, in their bag. So uh, we just want to be you know very transparent with our fans. Uh, we want our players to be transparent because honesty and collaboration are key. Mm. Yeah, I feel no, like sense. this is probably the most softball of softballs, maybe. But like, 
why wouldn't they want why wouldn't they want to throw your plastic? I mean, are you guys missing anything? What's your lineup now? I think you said how many discs? Six hundred thousand, but like how many molds do you have? I think you said that we, too, but yeah, we have about thirteen molds okay. right now. Um, I mean, we doubled the amount of molds that we had from last year. Um, I think uh, God, somebody I think the PDJ put it out that we had like seven approved molds mm -hmm. last year. Which doesn't really hold a candle to Lone Star with 21, but uh, <laughs> you know we're, we're getting there. You know we're still very young, mm. um, but we're agile, and we want to make sure that we're not just putting out a lot of discs. We want to mm. make sure that we're filling key spots uh, in the bag that you know aren't there, there isn't a lot of overlap. If there is any overlap, that means we're I feel like kind of a cash grab and mm. uh, unnecessary. Okay, so go ahead. You guys Evan. have yeah. Sorry, you guys have. Uh, obviously artwork based and for every run of discs you have a unique stamp and unique artwork for it how did that kind of come about and uh, do you like how do you does that work really well like i think it does just kind of explain that part <laughs> um i mean one thing coming from retail right we always want to there's a lot of pro shops obviously being from maine we have pro shops that sell discs and you can only sell a stock disc so many times to so many players. We wanted to create a way to one, identify what run that disc was. And then uh, two, provide this kind of like an ever evolving art show, right? So like a lot of these people are gonna be buying discs in pro shops, it gives brick and mortar a reason to constantly buy molds because the artwork's different. Um, and then also coming from, you know, graphic design, we have a really great design team um, and it just allows us to kind of flex our flex our muscle a little bit. Okay, it, go ahead and follow it up, Evan. Uh, sorry, we're all, right, we're all, all over right. the board tonight. Well, we're excited. Let's talk a little bit about your creativity with the stamps because when you look at some of these, you know, there, there's kind of the initial design and there's like three elements to it and then there's, you know, sub parts to it. It just kind of blows your mind. Like, how does that creativity process go about and kind of speak to that to you and your team? Um, so with thought space initially the idea was is to inspire creativity right so you can only have so many uh stamps with disc golf baskets and stuff like that before it becomes kind of um monotonous i guess in a, in a to say shortly um but we wanted to tie in like a little bit of pop culture you know i was i'm a 90s kid and i'll be 35 in february um but we also wanted to tie in some like eastern philosophy uh science psychology i mean even with like our names like the animus is like old latin for uh, mind and spirit so there's just a lot that you can do visually to tie in and we'll take like a concept that we want to do and try to tie in like visual um keys to really kind of expand and make it interesting to look at um so yeah i guess that's that's kind of the thought process and we kind of roll through a bunch of napkin sketches until we find something that sticks <laughs> nice <laughs> i i love art uh that was always one of my things growing up uh even through today like i enjoy it but you guys do some really fantastic stuff there that stood out to me for sure um is this too forward to ask like how are you compensating your players like is it like the structure of the deals because like you'll hear a player go there and you're thinking like, how are they scraping by? Or are you just giving them, pla like, is there is there any room for you to tell us how these deals are structured? I mean, out of respect for the players and stuff, it's not something that we really talk about too, too much. Um, every player is different and what's important to them is different. Um, but what we do try to do is touch on what's important to that player um, and how, the, like, how can we elevate them? You know, how can we make them successful 
in more ways than just, you know, doing great at events, but, you know, how can we help them give back to their community? How can we help them grow their brands? Um, and obviously coming from, you know, a graphic design background, we have a lot of tools that can make them successful. Okay. How, how many employees do you have at ThoughtSpace? You're the owner. Yep. So uh, our warehouse, like everyone thinks that we're huge, um, but we have, you know, a design team of three, one of those being my partner, Tony. Um, and then in the warehouse, we have Paul and uh, he's my right-hand man. We have Chase, who's my left-hand man. And then we have my wife, Erica, that uh, pretty much keeps us all in line. <laughs> okay. Nice. And, and are you all full-time? Yep. And so we have people in our chat asking, by the way, the audience is loving you. I think we have some from up in Maine there, but we've got people all over intrigued and asking questions. How do they apply uh, as a graphic designer? They said they're asking for a friend, and but they said legit asking for a friend. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but <laughs> is there any opportunity for growth there where you're going to, you would take interviews or, or applications? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same thing with like our, our pro team, right? Our touring pros is we don't want to take the buckshot approach. We want to make sure that we actually have the uh, the financial stability to be able to pay specifically graphic artists what they're worth, because I think that it's something that like when we first started, you know, making, you know, 200, $300 a design um, with the amount of work mm. that goes into actually uh, facilitating a, a great stamp uh, isn't, you know, much. So, we want to make sure that if we bring on more people that we can actually make it a fun place that's rewarding that has you know everything that they could want for uh to working with a business mm -hmm. very cool um the shirt you're wearing is that a thought space athletic shirt <laughs> it is can you go yep. full screen ben <clears throat> so i love that first of all again the artwork just it stands out it's it stands out so good job there you don't need to hear that from me but it stands out. It's awesome. The su it's sublimated, right? Is that the right word in yep. there? Um, Correct. Do you do that in-house? No, we have a manufacturing partner out of Canada. Uh, we have a lot of close ties with Can uh, the, our Canadian fans. Uh, <laughs> but we want to make something that was, you know, in North America, um, but was something other than uh, VII. I mean, there is a lot of potential to grow the market. And we just wanted to offer like another... Um, another another revenue stream to the company but also another outlook for people to be creative and stand out a little bit mm -hmm. do you take custom orders or, or is that not your thing like you're like hey we're no, we do custom orders all the time oh, okay all right well, yep Marshall, so Marshall uh, you know we work what's that sorry i said marshall street just got one it's pretty cool that's our intern. Yep. Sorry. Uh, I'm in the hi, background. Ben. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, we do, we still do commissions and stuff. Um, we have something in the works. Uh, if you got, I mean, Marshall street, we've been working with those guys a lot. Um, but we just did like what we called Martian street where we just did like, um, combined pyramids with like a, an overlord alien. Um, and we even added, I think Cole, their dog that's over at Marshall yeah, Street cool. into the stamp. But, um, you know, we've been having a lot of fun kind of where we will never reuse the art um, on a disc. We've been kind of taking that art since we have so much good art and trying to make like apparel items with it and stuff. And oh, then Marshall okay. Street really liked that. Um, so we're going to be kind of doing the same thing with uh, that design that we just did for him. Wow. Oh, my brain is just like, again, I love creativity and I love the idea 
and I'll just throw out any, I, we're talking to thought space, so I should keep it with them, but throw out any <laughs> manufacturer. This is a great idea. They're going to steal it now. If I could buy apparel that had the same artwork as like the discs that I was using, which were only on specific discs, like that could be pretty cool. So you're doing that. Is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so you're four years in, do you ever see yourself at some point? Like, is there any goal in your mind of like, Hey, I'd love to have like a full-time staff disc golf pro player. Like we would love to like have them on salary kind of a thing. I mean, <laughs> you're only four years <laughs> in, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, we're still very young, but you know, as we grow, we want to grow, you know, or grow with our team. So uh, looking at Matt and Eric specifically, and even Zoe, like they came on for a year. They liked what we were doing. We signed them for another two. Um, so it's all about as we grow, we want to be able to support our players more. Uh, I guess if that's kind of a roundabout mm -hmm. way to answer your question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's fair. It's fair that you're answering the way you are. It's, it's <laughs> totally fine. Um, we're, we're just all interested in the sport of disc golf and how it's growing and we talk about it all the time in our group chats and everything else. So it was great having you on uh, Evan, Nick, anybody else here have any other questions for him before we let him go? Well, I, I'm going to see it. Like maybe we can get a teaser on any new <laughs> ideas on molds. Do you guys feel like there's a, a hole? I don't want to say hole. Cause you guys have enough molds now, but is there like an in-between part where you're like, we got something planned for that kind of hole in your bag? I mean, I will say that we are currently messing around with four new prototypes. Okay. Four. Okay. Nice. Nice. Would you mm -hmm. call those aces up your sleeves? <laughs> um, possibly. <Okay>. Possibly. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Nice. If we're using the same terminology here, I mean, possibly. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. No, any, anything <laughs> you want to say before we let you go, the floor is yours. If there's any shout outs or announcements, I guess it's a free ad placement or whatever you want, man. But, uh, it's been awesome having you on. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, um, I want to first and foremost, thank our fans, fan page, everyone that keeps that together. That's completely fan run. Um, couldn't be doing what we're doing without them. Uh, definitely check us out. Uh, Main States coming up uh, August 25th through the 27th. We're going to be hopefully hitting 40,000 added cash. So wow. that's nice. something that ThoughtSpace has been supporting. Uh, me, Jamie White, Dave Burley, all started that a few years ago and it's been growing exponentially. Um, but we really want to put Maine firmly on the map and hopefully get, you know, an elite series or something bigger up into mm -hmm. the state because the last thing we had was uh US women's. So yeah. Maine is uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, a silver was series. There a silver as well. series? Yeah, twenty. Yeah, so Maine States uh okay. two years ago was a that's, silver series. That's what I thought. Okay. Gotcha. Um what courses do you play for Maine States again? So it's going to be the bitter side over at Bittersweet Ridge uh -huh. and then the Patriot over at Pineland. Okay. And Pineland, gotcha. so two it, courses. Yeah. And Pineland's amazing. You know, they have like 5,000 acres out there. Yeah. I've yet to play it yet, but I've heard it's I was there immaculate. three months ago. One of my favorite courses or complexes, I'll say, that I've yeah. ever been to. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. The Nick and Matt Show Tour finale, maybe we'll Ooh, go up there. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, I've already played idea. there, though. Okay, hold on, hold on. But like, this is serious. No, oh, serious. It's funny serious. I went to uh, Whole Foods. And I grabbed a pack of ground beef and I get it home and I realize it's from Pineland, at Pineland, right? The farm, they do beef up there. 
Oh yeah, they have cows. Uh, yeah. Like if you go out to hole seven, <laughs> you usually can have a couple cows off to the left of the tee box. I'm eating ground beef, supporting disc golf at the same time. I mean, it was pretty mm-hmm. awesome. They so. have a full on like market that has like deli and like it, organic food and everything okay. else right next to like old hole one. Awesome. Matt, we talked about courses that have like food on site. Like we talked about Meadowbrook, how yeah. incredible that is. You yeah. just yeah, play around, have food. You don't even leave. You play another round. That's Pineland right there. Right. It's right off the side of the That's course. That's the way to do it. They have like a they have like a gym, and you can play basketball there if you you know rent time or whatever. And there's all these other things going on. It's this crazy like odd complex. It used to be a school, I think, something like that. Well, we got a little off topic. I, I mean, I'm sure Thought Space. You must have some <laughs> Jamie, products there, but Jamie White said, "LOL, make the vegetarian talk about me." <laughs> so are you you're a vegetarian aaron yeah i've been a vegetarian gotcha. since my junior year of high school that's actually that that comment made me laugh and so and because jamie's awesome so and we all know jamie so jamie that's pretty funny i'm over here just yeah. like yeah ground beef supporting disc golf yeah uh, but but we just had eagle on who if you do or don't know it's in he he announced it so it's it's out yeah. there but like he went from vegan diet to now he does eat meat so it's pretty funny we've we've gone both ways with it tonight so there you go um but yeah awesome thank you very much for coming on the show i'm sure we've got your contact now we'll line other things up when it makes sense and you other big announcements but you've brought over some great players that are saying they're happy to be with you and i think it was worth a conversation and i think uh i i believe our audience is pretty excited about it based off of the chat those listening post later be sure to check it out is it thoughtspaceathletics.com or is it easier than that <laughs> Yeah, nope. Thoughtspaceathletics.com. Okay. It's a cool name. It's intrig. The name I think is fantastic. Like just the name alone is intriguing. I love it. So, it's it's all about the power of the mind. So, uh, and we also wanted a a brand name that wasn't Thoughtspace Discs because you just kind of <laughs> yes. you just kind of pigeonhole yourself. We want to do it all. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, again, thank you very much for this conversation. Hope you have a great evening. Thank you. All Thanks right. You Peace out, man. Take it busy. Well. I learned a lot through that interview. Uh, I hope that a lot of our audience did as well. You might think it's a fringe deal, but it sounds to me like they are pretty, they're already there, but they're up and coming in a big way. 600,000 discs. Sheesh. That's an incredible number. Yeah, that's that a is, huge number. Like, just think, that, like, I would want to put up there and be like, Mint discs, right? How many did Mint do this last year? And maybe it's millions. But my point is, like, put up any other up and comer, and 600,000 sounds like. A lot of Ooh. shipments. It's Who's a two it? for two because it, it like how cool is it that our sport is at this place that a you know a company that doesn't make their own discs they just buy from someone else and put on really awesome artwork that they're putting out six hundred discs a year. Six hundred thousand. Yeah, six hundred thousand. Yeah, and then yeah. props to them of course too for doing such a good job. Yeah. Mm. Who speaking of mint discs, who else is sponsored by them besides Mason Ford? Which I don't know if we talked about that announcement last week. I forget Des when Redding. it came out, but Mason Ford Des, and mint discs. Redding um i think des redding yeah i don't want to say nobody i actually watched their little live announcement deal that they did Uh, i think it's probably at some sort of a brewery i'm guessing but they have some connection there and they had their team standing up in front welcoming mason like it was all like a lie it's on youtube you can see it but so mason came over and he said hi to everybody now i'm part of the team there was nobody that stood out to me. And now I'm sure yeah. locally slash regionally, like there's players that they have, but, yeah. but not they're any Texas, nationally known. They're Texas based from what I've heard. Yes. Right? Yep. Austin yes. area. Okay. 
and and they they are like thought space they don't make their own discs they they outsource them i i, I don't know if it's completely or it's at least somewhat by mvp it is MVP, uh interesting sure. enough their team page um they don't have mason ford on there yet but des redding is the most notable name uh-huh. i'll be honest i don't know of any of these other names off the top of my head um apologies to people from texas who might not know them easily but there are two empty spots for coming 2023 one of those i'm going to assume is mason ford yeah. it's not updated on the site yet so one more potentially for 2023 so that'll be interesting gotcha i'm just trying to think off the top of my head like clash discs made a huge mm-hmm. kind of splash in the scene over the last few years thought space has made a huge scene over the last few years and thought space i knew of before i think clash only because a lot of buddies back in massachusetts like kyle moriarty um has been sponsored by thought space for a little while now and so i've seen their discs come out i've seen new molds but off the top of my head what is a mint disc like what's their most fav- famous disc that they have hey, right Bobcat now bobcat and mustang are really popular okay. i think they have, I think I, they have goat. Do goat they retail have the, or something listen the to goat, us which is like their wow. distance driver you know there's okay. your typical 12503 yeah um and then they lobster people like the lobster, the lobster. i picked up a lobster <laughs> super flippy mid-range like as flippy as you can imagine right away yeah. uh, so if you Ooh. like that it's perfect like Fun a meteor for the future or- Oh, way, way flippy, like a beat-in meteor. Like it's a, that right away. Okay. Um, fun game, gotcha. fun game for the future. What's is it? It's like categories. Have you ever played that game? This is a long time ago. Yeah, with this. Yeah, but so what we'll do is like roll a dice and it'll be like Innova, and then you have to write down molds. Like, and you get like a minute to do it, and then like I'll say yeah. like destroyer. Like write down how many you know. Okay. I'll say destroyer. Yeah, maybe, then everyone goes. Oh, types, I had yeah. destroyer too. So everyone has yeah. to check it off. But if you have one, no one else yeah. said. You get a point. That could be fun. Or we can go round that table, like in of a disc, and then whoever does it's it, brain froze. Like, one, like uh, <laughs> but, I go, then you yeah, go. Yeah, and then you're like, I don't know, so you're out. Yeah, and then the next, yeah, we can Hawkeye. Yeah, <laughs> but we're not doing any of us. They have like two thousand molds. <laughs> I, I'm not. I don't have enough time for that. We'll but be here mint, until midnight. Or like thought space. Yeah. Those could be fun. Anyway, animus yeah. got off topic. But so yeah, yeah. Mason Ford. Long story short, I was just curious of like Mason Ford going there where. At, I don't know of really anyone else. And I don't, I don't know how many times I've played with players who, and I don't really ask players all the time, unless they're a buddy of mine where I'm like, Oh, Hey, what'd you throw right there? But for the most part, I'm like curious. I don't really feel like I see them, but it also might just be kind of a marketing thing. Maybe they must be massive in Texas. If they're Mint. signing a big name player. Yeah. yeah. So and there's sure actually an incredible a Texas scene. There's it's, it's kind of goes way back. Uh, but guy Boyan is, He's not the owner, but he's like the owner described him as the right hand man at Mist Mint. Um, I want to say he was up here in New England for a period of time before he moved to Texas, so New Englanders knew him. And then, so I, I knew who he was, at least familiar with the name. And then I saw him do this with Mint. So they they've been doing it for a while. Um, I think I even saw like they had like a warehouse fire this last year. I think I followed them close enough to even see that where oh, wow. like all of their discs got like covered in like soot. Like, so like they had to like do literally, <laughs> I hate to say it like a fire sale. <laughs> like they, had, yeah. they had to be like, I was like, I don't know if it's respectful or not, yeah. but like they had to do a sale. Yeah. Like, like, sorry. Like, but we, they did fundraisers for their events to help Fires. make it all back. But, but like, so anyways, mint is pretty cool. Thought space athletics is pretty cool. Um, the name, like I said, their artwork stands out. Um, but you want to know, like, if you go look at the PDGA and I did this with my, my boys the other day, uh, I would love to figure out where this graphic is again. They, they showed how many companies 
made or produced disc golf molds. And I think it was over 60 something, right? Or it was a hundred. It was, it was really high. It's a lot. There, really there were so many yeah. that it made the pie chart pretty hard to read. Which, yes. Like I'll call it a good uh, thing to make yeah. it hard to read. Like I gotcha. I'm this. trying to find it, but I can't seem to, I would like to well, go ahead. I, I just think it's really incredible that we have so many small brands. I mean, you, we're always going to have our big brands, uh, your Innova, Discraft, Lotus 64, MVPs getting there. Uh, but to have all these small brands really popping up and and just having kind of these niche markets, like it's really cool. And Dot Space has done a really good job in New England, being really the only uh, manufacturer like retailer with their own dis. <laughs> um, in New England, you know, kind of a stake to call it home. And I was talking to Matt about this uh, with Simon leaving Dismania. A lot of people in New England like Dismania because. They like Simon and Simon represents mm-hmm. New England now. So, you know, whether uh, Dismania stays as a popular play or, you know, MVP with the uh, MVP open, Thought Space being out of here, um, all these other ways you can kind of like dominate a region. It's really cool to see. And, and Mint and Lone Star kind of having this battle right now in Texas, which was long dominated by Dynamic Dis. Uh, really, really which cool is to see all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. The presence well, those, that DD has done in Texas. The planes got to stick together, right? The plane yeah. states. So I found the gra- the pie chart, and I, I I don't remember if I said sixty eight or not, but sixty eight was correct, and that was companies, disc golf manufacturers, like I say, manufacturers molds that were approved by different brands. So like Thought Space, obviously MVP makes it for them, but like that sixty eight. So my wife the other day was like, like how many like teams could there be out there or whatever? I'm like, there's. 68 different disc golf manufacturers at some level there. Um, I got to read some of these names to you. I'm not going to go through all 68, but some of these are pretty interesting. Chumba. Ooh. Disc, disc Troyer. So like not Destroyer. Oh, disc Troyer. Oh, I've seen I've those. Seen yeah. yeah. Disc Troyer. Um, say that three times fast. I'll tell you that. <laughs> disc Troyer. Um, uh fourth circle interesting hummingbird uh lucky i'm gonna throw my lucky disc Mm. um odd grip what a name that's That's the name odd grip and it's all caps o-d-d-g-r-i-p all caps one word odd grip that was the grip odd (laughs) um trash panda we've heard a little bit about them we've yet to line up an Mm -hmm. interview with i think jesse is his name right yeah Jesse. So, uh, Wingman, XCOM, XCOM, XCOM. That's interesting. Uh, I'm going to get into a few others here. These are small percentages here, but Reptilian. Nice. I've heard of them. They, oh, really? Oh, they make the Stego, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. That, pa- like, ridiculous. Pan. Yep. I've heard of them. This, okay. People, like, you're starting a business in disc molds, right? And are you the type of person that's going to get, like, witty and, like, punny? Or are you the guy person is like, I'm going to be like different, like a, make a word up. This company said, let's go with perks and recreation. <laughs> like, Oh my goodness. It's weird. Perks, perks. Oh, and recreation. Yeah. Well, it's like parks and rec. I know. But yeah, perks yeah and I would recreation. say so. <laughs> yeah. Like it's actually R E dash creation, recreation. So maybe nice. it's a recycling, recycling thing. Um, Goliath. That sounds like you could have something down there, Nick. You could have the brand. That's what Goliath. my course is called. Yeah. So we could get a disc brand down there. Um, Obsidian. This is okay. I'm not giving you them all. I'm skipping over at like 50 of them, but noob Simhouse. <laughs> what? 
Wow. Noob Sim House, like S I M House. Okay. Um, let me just see if there's a few others here. The name All for Frisbee. Okay. And then I think that's probably the only ones worth like shouting out besides everything else you know. So, anyways, 68 different manufacturers or mold companies Wait, and 224 different discs approved. Someone in the chat said, I own an odd, dis odd grip disc. Half grippy, half slippy. Like, I don't know if they're joking or not. Is it actually like half and half? Yeah. <laughs> if they're like actually being serious, they're like, I actually yeah. have an odd grip disc and it's half grippy, half slippy. That's funny. Or if he's just, they're just playing with it, I think. They're like, I have Yeah, they might be yet. playing with it, but if that's true, that's oh, wild. I, I, oh, this is the, it's a disc where like the overmold is under it. I've seen it. Odd grip. It's it's odd. It's like the it's like I still not. If, does that make sense? It's like the so rubber the flight, oh. under it. So the flight wing okay, is the okay. the separate material. Yeah. The flight wing no. itself. No, the, no the, it's like MVP, but the under the rubber's under it. Yeah, but the like the the base one goes over the edge and goes around the edge. But then when the underside where your fingers are gripping on a like a backhand yeah. drive, yeah, you have your four fingers where those in like where those uh, fingerprint is. Is the overmold part? It's a different yeah, it's a, mold. It's okay. That's what Ben was showing us. <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you. yeah. Awesome. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting things coming out there, and I'm not gonna lie. For a period of time, probably ten years ago, I was thinking trying to be like the whole like next um, Shark Tank idea for disc golf. I was like, man, we need a stamp on a disc that like shows you different grips, like put your finger here, here, like, and like, or a disc that like just lines your hands up. Like how to do it. a fan grip. Yeah. How to do a power grip. Yeah. How to do a putting grip or something like that. Yeah. That's what and well, I, it's I, like, but that's not like, like the GT, idea right? you can trade from Discraft. Well, yeah, the, like the yeah. banger GT has a thumb track in it. Other discs, I think latitude used to make, uh, is it the Cenus and the spike used to have thumb grips on them when I used to putt with them. That's or I used to putt with the spike. Wasn't and, there um, a juju? I remember that back in the day that the, the thumb, so. the thumb, not a track. It was like a thumb indent started closer to the rim and then it got farther away yeah, from the rim, almost in a teardrop shape. So like you could choose where you wanted your thumb to be. Oh, I've seen that. Gotcha. Those things don't last. Yeah. Like, remember the dimpled disc I gave you, Nick? Like the golf ball. Oh yeah. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> the one with the, uh, the cool stamp on it. <laughs> yeah. What was that? I want to say it was an would inferno it's be have been out. right because I did like a fire stamp on there. But yeah, it might yeah. be. What would it so was that called? like a gateway or I thought it was always a lightning disc? But I'm gonna see if there's a chance I could find it. I I don't know if I could. I've seen it. a video on it. I'd be curious if I could still even throw that. Honestly, I don't know what it would be. Dimple Quest, maybe? Dynamic Disc. Oh, yeah, it might have been Quest. Oh, I think Made by Gateway, but it was branded by a different company. Raging Inferno. Dion Arlen. Dion Arlen says Inferno, made by Gateway, but it was branded by a different company. And if Dion says it, it's true. Raging Inferno, though. I'm going to take his word. Quest AT or something. Quest AT. So... Okay. Uh, yeah, that was like well, one of the first discs I gave you, Nick. I don't know. That was yeah. one of the first. Here, Nick, throw this one. I don't throw yeah. it, but you can. Yeah. Speaking, I think it was like the Inferno, out for a nuke. Yeah. Speaking of discs, <laughs> though. Nuke. Yeah. I will say, hey, Statbando has a new, uh, and I, new disc is wrong. New, uh, new, uh, new disc drop. Yeah. yeah. Coming soon. Uh, not saying what it is yet, 
Uh, but it's it, it, not weird grips, not weird thumb tracks, uh, but is a disc that's uh, you, you see less often. We got to make one that like you throw a stat Mando on, like you throw it and it spins the right RPM. You can like read a cool stat or something. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> well, yeah, there's the there's also the ones that are in. Um, uh, uh, oh, my goodness. What's it called when you you pitch something and people pay money for it? Why am I blanking on that name? Like Shark Tank. Uh, you like. You yeah. Pitch Kickstarter. Something. OK. Kickstarter. Yeah. There oh, are Kickstarter, the Kickstarter yeah. ones where they have the little the tracking sense uh, in, in molded into the disc. This is what um, you need to do with Stat Mando. And we're not developing those, but we'd love to uh, work with that and, and come up with cool stuff. This is yeah, your next stamp for Statmando. is an erasable scorecard as the stamp. And so people can Ooh. keep track of their round <laughs> with the disc that they're probably throwing. So put it on like a zone or a buzz or, you know, whatever famous disc from whatever nice. company is someone's favorite disc would be an awful idea, but hilarious at the same time. Yeah, so. just write it on there. That's, I, that's a fun one. Yeah, yeah. dude. This is going back into this segment of like ideas that are cool, but are probably pretty bad. <laughs> like this is pretty bad. I don't even think it's cool, but I just thought of it now that I'm getting way off track here, people. I'm sorry, but like, We're what about it. a disc that you could throw? And if you hit an obstacle, like a tree or like a rock, it releases like a skunk smell, like just like that <laughs> fart spray. Well, that's you like guys had no idea where I was going. Yeah, no, yeah, like, no one's stealing it. You're you'll always Andrew, be able to find it. You don't want to hit a tree. You're like, bro, I can't hit a tree with yeah. this thing. We aren't. We're just gonna leave it there. Like, or or a disc that is <laughs> like layered like a jawbreaker. So every time you hit a tree, it it it's like skims the candy, off. It loses is. its life like a cat. Yeah. It's got like nine lives. After 18 holes, it just dissolves into <laughs> yeah, nothing. And so you have gone. to consistently buy them. Brilliant technique brilliant. or brilliant ideas. Uh, no, so now one other idea since we're on it a little bit. I told Ben this during the round the other day and it was so hard to communicate it that it's probably not good to share here. But like, I was like, what in the future? What if in the future there's like robot arms like attached to the top of the basket? And like it oh, becomes yeah. like a multiplayer sport. So like, Nick, you can have a partner playing with you who has the controller. Okay. So like if you throw yeah. your disc anywhere in the proximate basket, if that guy can remote his robot hands to like grab it and like help put it into the basket. Like that's cool. Oh, so but you just want to play disc golf can jam. Yes. So you just want to make disc golf easier, Matt. Yeah, no, gotcha. because here, no, I'm because here's the harder part. You also have another robot arms on there. That's the opponent. And they're like trying to slap your trying disc to play away. defense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, but in all seriousness, I've thought about that for ultimate Frisbee. Have you ever played ultimate Frisbee? Oh yeah. Okay. It's well, like very, very, very casually. casually. Besides the fact, if you're not in shape, it's horrible. It's actually very yes. fun. It's yeah. actually it very a fun, fun game. But I, I thought about five years. hybrid disc golf um, can jam. Oh, not can jam. Hybrid disc golf uh, ultimate frisbee. And here's how I thought of it. You use the ultimate frisbee, but your goal is a basket instead of an end zone. But the way you, mm. I've thought this through a few times. You actually have like a circle one or a circle two. So like circle two would be like the distance from which you can throw from. You can't get closer, let's say, than a circle two, okay? Something like that. So it's kind of like handball mm -hmm. mashup, too. Yes, but circle one, up to circle one, you can have a goalie. So, like, there's someone actually that can get in there, like a keeper, mm. if you will. They can't get closer than that, but they're blocking the shot. So to get a goal, it's 360 degrees. You would have to throw your Frisbee you know what? to the other side, and then they'd have to, like, whip it in wicked quick, right? Matt, you're on to something here. And I, I got to say, somebody's <laughs> tried this before, outrageous. too. It's such We're a not, cool like, idea. 
That's a great idea. Very creative. There's no way that this is the first time someone ever thought of this. Someone had to have tried this before. And you do two end zones. So you still try this. Yeah. You still have like ultimate, but it's like, that's your end zone instead of an end zone. We got to try it. We got to try it. That sounds cool. That'll be our next video. The problem is we need about 20 people. A little bit better shape. Same. Give me about 18 months and then. (laughs) Okay. You know, because by that point we'll forget about it. And (laughs) there we go. I've been in the gym, y'all. Yeah. All we're doing is giving you the Someone extra goes, content. Matt reads Harry Potter once. Makes <laughs> <laughs> Quidditch for disc golf. Dude, yeah, yeah Quidditch for disc age. golf. Okay. Yeah. In all seriousness, sometimes, guys, we shut down the show, and then we hang out on the call for, like, another who knows how long talking about random things. Yeah. So we're going to act like we shut down the show right now, and we're going to take these next 10 minutes yep. to talk about the things that we won't talk about on the air. So, guys, right. we're not on air. Okay. What did you what did you think about that Eagle interview? That was crazy. Yeah, it's kind of funny how Simon is going to <laughs> Yeah, <one. laughs> I heard that too. Uh, but in all seriousness, that was a good interview um from a perspective of a teammate. And I'm we said this already, most intrigued by it's a marketing thing. It's UC. It's already UC saying Eagle, we got some good ideas. <laughs> like we gotta, please we're gonna, stay. yeah, can't please stay. <laughs> um, please stay. <laughs> but let's just let's just do it for like a minute. Where did your mind go with that? Mine was immediately like, okay, players. But then I was like, no, nah, it's not players. It's it's something else. It's something else that's creative that he can control. He can't control people coming to play for Discmania for the aces. You're saying, yeah, like he can't be like. Oh, I need some aces. So I'm just going to go get people and like have them pay them. Like they'd have to choose yeah. to go there and the player would have to be available and good. So yeah, I don't think it's players. Am I wrong in that thought process? Like it's something else. I, I think it's not discs I think, either. I think in general, there could be one or two more players that signs okay. kind of something big. I mean, Gavin Babcock, uh, Babcock, excuse me, can't speak. Um, Gavin Babcock, I think was an awesome move to Discmania. I think he showed some really good skills last year out on the pro tour. He's a wicked likable dude. Um, enjoyable to be around. He's a little bit slow on the disc golf course, but hey, that's, you know, that's all right. But um, <laughs> no, other than that, he, Anthony I thought that was Barella? a huge pickup, but Anthony Barella, the chat's that's coming a crush in boy. That's oh. a crush boy for you. Oh, there could be, I think yes. Ace is up to like, there, there are enough players left that, if Dismania swooped up all of them, it would be a really big move. But aces up my sleeve, it seemed bigger than that. Like Anthony Barella or like Paige Shu, uh Valerie. So you're Rinohano, thinking players. players. It it but aces up. Think aces outside up the my box. Sleeve. Think outside it the seemed, box. Like he it's something you wouldn't expect. UC's so coming could, up with a smartphone. Like oh, it's specific it, smartphone for disc golf. players. <laughs> what if about it that? is players, I'm expecting it to be someone that we didn't think was on the move, didn't think was available. Yeah going there and if it's not players like maybe it's like an event base like yeah well I, some we just massive heard that 2024 world yeah. isn't going to isn't go like just a smitty would be the big sponsor of that event yeah. being european open um maybe it's 2025 worlds there but that's not an aces up the sleeve so like ah, i but that would make I'm, a huge I'm unsure. Yeah, but I mean they're not doing twenty point five bits right now. I don't Disc- think. No, so yeah. of course. That's why I did. That's why did, it doesn't make sense to me yet. I did forget to ask the Eagle this, and I totally meant to. With Paul releasing his schedule, talking about I think the seven weeks then in the European area 
of kind of doing a little bit of a Euro tour. I know Eagle is very fond of going over there. It very much enjoys the scene, has a lot of fans over there, especially being a Discmania player. Um, I forgot to ask him how much big traveling he's doing this year, which Eagle, if you are still listening, type it in the chat. If not, I'm sure I'll see you sometime soon and I'll get the answer to that. But yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. Aces up the sleeve. Who who's their best FPO player? Ella Hansen. Ella Hansen. Currently, that that we know that she's potentially yeah. still sponsored by them. Other than yeah. that, who's another? Who's another big player right now that's even kind of for sale in a sense? Handley. Did she announce where she's going yet? <clears throat> I think Holland. I don't Handley's. think so. No, I don't think so. But that's Holland Handley to Discmania. That'd be pretty She's cool. She's a crush girl. She crushes. About, yeah. Her, yeah. I mean, her and Ella are also her and good Ella friends. Would be the crush girls. You get the crush boys. And then who gets promoted to being the crush boy? Do you kill the name Wait, crush boy? We Valerie. Yeah, Valerie Mandahano. Yeah. Oh, Not boy. much of a crusher like Ella and Holland. No, but they don't but, need the crushers. Yeah. That would be big. Is that an ace up their sleeve? Potentially, this is the fun part of us. This is the fun part of us. Yeah, this is the little. We're offline. Yeah, what's the whole speculation aspect? Wait, wait, wait. Is it maybe just a disc release? That's what I'm saying, dude. Oh, Eagle, Eagle saw the chat. He said PCS plus European Open for sure. Maybe a promo tour in Iceland. Awesome. Thank you so much, Eagle. I very much appreciate you answering that. Okay, but now. Okay, so Eagle, this what is, are the I'm, aces up the sleeve? I'm getting off track here because <laughs> the aces up their sleeve is thing. to say they have some, and then we talk but, about it, and the marketing world goes crazy. Simon has the P1 Ace, P1X. I don't think this media has made that since they made the switch to being their own manufacturer. Wait. Sorry, do they come out with a disc called the Ace? But but that would be like after Simon leaves, like no, that would be tough. I don't idea. see that happening this either. This is my idea. Genius marketing play by Dismania. <laughs> Simon announces he leaves, <clears throat> and he then he resigns. <laughs> <laughs> what? How do we not think of this? <laughs> Holy crap! That's the. I'm ease. not gonna lie. If that someone if someone did that just because, <laughs> just because like that'd be you know kind of a funny April Fool's joke, but. Because it's happening right now, that would actually be one of the funniest things, dude. Would people would people laugh like we're laughing about that? Would people laugh at that or no. be super They'd pissed off? Because that would be, be dude, that would people be the biggest it. cash grab. <laughs> seeing your top one of your top players is leaving, I, everyone just buys a bunch of discs, and then they're like, "Oh, by the way, I I'm coming back." Forte, yeah, dude, it would just. I'm thinking through like actually imagining hearing that news. And the disc golf world would literally do they it would be, be on, on fire. fire. It'd be it broken, on yeah. fire. Like, yeah, sure. I, I, I could see players doing that. I really could. I I can't see Simon doing that. <laughs> but that would be, <laughs> that would be amazing. he could have regrets and he's like, is there a clause in there that's like, hey, I can reconsider after six months? I doubt it, but Dude, oh. that would be hilarious. Well, could you imagine, you know, picking up a sponsorship? Like let's say, let's say Ben goes to some random company, okay? And then midway, let's say Ben's one of the top five players in the world. And then midway through the year, just having the worst season, can't jive with it. And he's just like, dog, F this. I'm going back to my other sponsorship. Like that, that would literally be the craziest. That would be the craziest thing to happen in disc golf if like a top five player did that. That would be insanely awesome, well, I like, think. Okay. It's a good market okay. play. But thank you, Simon Ryan Hunt. Wins by four the way. events last year. Ryan Hunt super chatted us and he's bucks, trying to help you. us. Trying to Appreciate help it, us Ryan. get to the likes that we need for the algorithm. Appreciate it. Simon wins four events. He he switches to some some other company this year. 
like you like you're saying that goes like four months in and just like 50th place 50th place 50th. i don't think this is gonna happen <laughs> simon simon's Leon, incredible with whatever just he has we gotta give simon, man no little love dion says simon goes to a small market company <laughs> and it's gonna be bought out by Discmania. <laughs> That, that's it. That's uh, it. That's an ace up the sleeve. Yes. What a yeah. Oh, imagine man. that. Well, like, that we, one would be a we, weird one. Simon people would be more mad. Than Discmania yeah. buys thought space. People but, would yeah. be more mad at Discmania. I think. I don't know. That could. That'd be really rough. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, good. Oh, um, that's funny. Just, that, well, that's okay. It. Now, riddle me this to to, to kind of talk a little bit more realistic with it. Um, last year during the 2022 season, Culver Dolan signed with. Uh, EV7, and then midway through the oh, season, yeah. dropped EV7. Now, Cole isn't as big of a caliber player as we're talking about right now, but let's say Simon signs with, let's say Simon went to Innova, okay? Just a random company. Simon signs with Innova. Two years down the road, let's say he signs a six year contract. Two years down the road, Simon is just playing the worst disc golf he's ever played. And like, would that be crazy news of being like, ah, yeah, the money's not worth it. I got to go back to Dismania where I feel like I'm actually playing well. <laughs> and Dismania you know I mean? like, goes $200,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, Which I don't know what he's making now. I'm just saying yeah. like in the world of what he deserves, I think it's higher than 200,000. That's my only point. There. Don't read it. Yeah. Oh, someone said crazy idea. KJ to Discmania. You know, we haven't really talked about KJ too much in the last few months. Um, KJ, um, Kevin Jones for everyone um kevin jones didn't have the season that was super remembering or rememberable mm -hmm. of us that. talking about consistently on the show had a couple good finishes but nothing like he's done in years past i would say contract wise what is he on is he on like a four-year contract yeah, a he's two -year? On is he on a, i'm pretty that? sure it's multi-year okay it's multi-year right. yeah because kj okay so someone just said kj got a multi-year contract last year all right cool then yeah, if that's was, the truth that about, kind then of the i really really talk about it they but, give him yeah. a multi-year deal and then other players walk but simon wasn't done with his deal either from what we know publicly yeah true <laughs> yeah well okay here's a crazy thing Ricky I mean, wasn't could, done with his deal we mm -hmm. let's make the hypothetical about kj but it could be about a number of players who have re released two to five to 10 discs under a, a brand's uh, under a specific brand. So, uh, I mean, we see plenty of players doing this, but KJ has like the reverb and uh, at least one other one. I know, I know the, of the reverb the distortion. Uh, yes. Thank you. Yep. Uh, like what happens to those discs when he leaves? Like we saw like Dismania have this whole big thing where, you yeah. know, I think a, a whole buyout and then making it themselves. But for a well, player, you have to expect that those discs, they're just gone. Well, what I would assume is, that prodigy owns the mold for it and so they would just change the name and then get that pdga approved like innova like did with phantom sword and yeah whatnot. exactly so i don't think any of these players own the name um yeah i mean the, the only because i'm not really i i don't know at all how it works with either paul or kevin and how their company same thing with kale kale has the shadow facts strider um, the what Falcor strider is one i know the strider and then what's Falcor. his distance driver falcor has been the falcor okay Falcor. three Steve three Falcor. awesome <laughs> yeah three uh three awesome names um especially yeah. the strider and his, and the incredible name. i haven't picked but, up one yet but i want to like let's say let's say paul Macbeth retired tomorrow and just said hey he? i am done playing Start disc golf exclusive <laughs> um done playing disc golf i'm retiring tomorrow what happens to the PM line of disc? Do they just get branded into something new? Do we call the Athena the 
you know, yes, Kratos or they can. stuff like that. You know what I mean? When he left Innova, the Mick Pro branding went away. Tur- yeah, in it turned into the Galactic. Yeah, the that's Galactic. actually a good a baseline. I, well, I can tell you Not because Galactic. my kids play for Innova. Yeah. The Mick Pro AVRs, more or less, not exactly, but turned into the Tour series. The Tour, yeah. The uh, plastic. So, like, they can shift it, rebrand it. I'm curious, and I think it's what you're saying, Evan, like, Simon talked about in his video, like, I won't be able to, like, have my discs, like, as in the artwork or the disc, you know? And then he said his logos. And I think that technically Discmania owns the logos, Mm -hmm. Or whoever yes. made them, but but That's, yeah. like the Simon Lazat on the hat. Yeah. But the other part of me goes, and this is what Eagle even said. So like, well, Eagle didn't say this. I don't want to put words in his mouth. But he said like, he alluded to Simon and UC are still friends. He even said, he's like, I can tell you this much. Like, they're still talking. And do you, oh man, business is business. I get it. Can you imagine if Simon is like, so like, can I have the logo? And UC's like, nope <laughs> like it's business but like they're yeah. still friends like that would be super super hardcore at least give simon a chance to buy it out if that was the case like give him a chance yeah. be like i'll sell it to you at a good price or something but like yeah i don't know does he have his logos or not interesting well like mm-hmm. that's the tough thing with with Dismania helping him out a lot of the times along the way mm-hmm. i'm assuming is they probably cover the whole cost for the logo Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. And, and now it grows yeah. into this whole thing it's really tough where you know i'd assume the newer ones in like let's say paul Macbeth, uh i would assume that's probably his logo yeah and i don't say, think discraft made I, that for him i but. was if if paul Macbeth all of a sudden left to go to a different company he could keep the logo it, it's probably all player to player and how big the player is and if, mm-hmm. if they put their own money into it or not well we need to have our real after show after show where we talk about the things that everyone else doesn't know. <laughs> exactly. No, not really. We're going to talk about where Simon's going. But I will say, um, and I've sign already up for said our Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to look for it. Um, yeah, or just send me cash and I'll tell you. Yeah, just kidding. Venmo Nicholas Dash Carl Dash One. I still don't know where he's Second going. Um, <laughs> Request it instead. Don't tell him and see if he messes up. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, mean, besides for that. There's nothing else besides for to talk just about. all the speculation going on. I mean, I can only imagine that in the coming weeks, the tour starts just a little over a month, a month and two weeks. So all, let's say six, six or seven all weeks. Stars is, all yeah, stars is like five weeks. five weeks, four and a half weeks away. Okay, so mm-hmm. four and a half weeks. Uh, Eagle said he was going out to Goat Hill. That's about a month away. Um, we're about to get into the heavy season of disc golf. Super excited for it. Can't wait to watch live disc golf. I'm not going to be playing as much on the road this year, so it's going to be great to have the DGN subscription. Um, but yeah, just everything's... It's funny, the off-season, in a sense, feels so short sometimes but because the season feels so long. But I'm just super excited to get back to covering yeah. just, you know... The players winning and you yes. know stuff like that. The offseason off overreacting because you know Simon with his new manufacturer come wins again, or yeah. someone comes in fiftieth and they're like, yeah. "Are they going to have a bad season?" That's yeah. the fun stuff. Close, I mean, this, yeah. this is this is one of the things is you know Paul was coming off such an incredible career with Innova, going winning five world championships, um, right, five in a row, yeah, <laughs> and then um. No, four in a row. Wait, what? Excuse I'm me, not, four, I, yeah, I'm when, when four in a row. Yes. Paul, yeah, I, that's where I was going to yeah, As Paul's like, best friend, on. I would know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> four in a row. Um, and then 2016, 17, 18, getting second place, second place, second place. And then coming into 2019, switching completely new sponsorship, completely different types of plastic, discs, all that. I'm just really curious to see the, the 
season that Simon is going to have when he signs with. I just did wanted you, to make it a little bit hype. Did you mute your mouth? I you? wish. Honestly, I'm no, going to say it. Yeah, I didn't even try I, to lip I held myself. Re rewind it. Like, you can, sure. Yeah, rewind it. I said it. What I just said, you could spell out the manufacturer's name and everything that I had said. So Zoom in are, on the screen behind yeah. Nick, and you can Guys, see it on one yeah. of the tab this. icons. On the computer right there, it says it. <laughs> Guys, decipher my hands. Well, this is where he's going. Should I just, like, you know, type it out? He's coming to <laughs> um, you. Anyways, I think this is a good time. To plug in before the season starts on February 4th, uh, we I'll say we, I mean, uh, Statmando, it's going to be hosted on the Nick and Matt show channel is going to have the charity trivia show. Uh, it's a trivia show, kind of like you're going a little bit like you're going to a uh, a local bar and having a, a trivia night. Uh, we're going to have contestants on who will be answering the questions and will win money to fully donate to charity 100% of uh, the winnings uh, by each of the contestants will go to a charity of their choice. It'll be super exciting. We'll nerd out on some uh, fun trivia. It's not going to be like crazy nerdy stats. I, I joked about their nerd out. It's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, sure. uh, anyone with some disc golf knowledge can uh, enjoy it, learn some things, and also get some questions right. Uh, and it'll be a good time hanging out here on the Nick and Matt Show channel. Very cool. Hell yeah. Charitable, fun, informational, disc golf. Can't get better than that. And it'll be here on this channel, which is really awesome as well. Thanks to Stat Mando for considering us that platform. I saw somebody in the chat. We're a little over time now, but he goes, if you play this podcast backwards, it reveals who Simon is going to. <laughs> Listen to it backwards at the 13th minute when, when Eagle yeah. says. <laughs> in all seriousness, guys, um, it's it's exciting. The offseason many thought was going to be boring. It was not boring and still not boring. There's still more announcements to come. Um, I was trying to say this um, six weeks ago. Like, this is, I think, knock on wood, I don't know. It's the future of disc golf. I feel like we're going to start seeing players, and it's going to start trickling down further down the road to yeah. where top 25 are going to be these valuable. Long story short, mm -hmm. this is exciting. I yeah. think it will continue to be that way. We appreciate everyone who joined the show live tonight. In fact, there's still more right now than we have on average on most of our evenings. So tonight's show was hopping. Um, appreciate that very, very yeah, much. Yeah, the everyone. likes, all everything here. Thanks we for really sticking around it. too. Yeah. Uh, but let me, to those who are sitting here right now, I'm teasing out to you and I'm going to do a wink, wink. But when and if Simon announces, well, we know he's going to, right? He's not just going to sit silent. Yeah, he kind of has to, I feel like. When he announces... I want to give you my word. Like we're going to line it up. So in studio. So subscribe yeah. if you're not. Um, we're going to. I'm gonna... flying up to Massachusetts for. <laughs> you're banking this. on if it. If it happens. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm probably not going to do you're that. You're banking but... on it. So yeah, exactly. come back for that. We will yeah. try to provide you always with whether you consider it the best interviews or not, at least giving the opportunity for the players to say something um, mm -hmm. in the space to do that, which they have their own platform. So we appreciate them coming here. Mm -hmm. um all that being said we're here we did it uh, a little over two hours we hope you guys yeah. enjoyed it nick you get to close us out i feel like it's incredible episode everybody yeah, thank you for fine. tuning into the nick and matt show on this wonderful monday night i uh, appreciate the insight from aaron and eagle mcmahon tonight uh in the next few weeks i think we're gonna have some pretty kick-ass interviews going on so stick around don't forget to like comment subscribe all those good things uh, appreciate everyone liking the video tonight i know we had a lot of people and a lot of people took the few seconds just to like it that really does help us out 
um, to anyone that's just supported us over the years now at this point. Thank you very much for your love and support. It's been an awesome ride. Can't wait to improve and just do incredible things with everyone in the future. So uh, tell someone you love them this week. We'll catch you in the next one. That's right. Nick, you're awesome. Ben, you're awesome. Evan, you're awesome. Peace out, everybody. Peace. The Nick and Matt Show, a disc golf podcast designed for you, the disc golfer. Find the Nick and Matt Show on your favorite podcast platforms or join the conversation live on YouTube.